been listening to another episode of Total Talk Nonsense with John and Scott. All right, Total Talk Nonsense with uh, John and Scott. I'm John. <laughs> and I'm Scott. And this is episode 296, Scott. That's right, John. Episode 296. 295 <laughs> we did like four weeks ago, John. Wasn't Can you that believe that? long it? ago? Four weeks. Oh, my God. Well, we had spring break. Then we got back from that. Then I had two surgeries, John. <laughs> oh, yeah. Then you had something going on. And now no finally... Doubt. We're back in the saddle, John. Back we are in the back studio. in the saddle. We got voicemails, we got emails coming up, and we got uh, a lot to catch up on. Yeah. And but the here's the problem. It's I been got a s- gig next Saturday. Next Saturday we at got the a Lee new Street, guy in the band and at everything. the Lee Street. Uh, we got a fifth fifth elixir. Where is it? Lee Street. Lee Street Sports Pub. In Sports billiards. Pub. Now that you've posted that and, on Facebook and billiards. Who who said they're coming? <laughs> They're not a maybe. They're coming. Hey, Who said on. that? <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, I think most of the people that said they're coming are in the band. Oh, there you go. <laughs> They'll be there. Yeah, yeah, we'll be there. Uh, so uh, here's the problem, though. When we take so long between shows, I can't remember past two weeks ago. So I have no idea. Like, I have what the hell we talked about. Well, I know I I kind of remember what we talked about, but I don't know what I did, like to to tell you. Oh, like I know I went to North Carolina, right? And I had some good stories, but I can't remember any of them. <laughs> but it was nice. <laughs> you got to write them down. I should. I write them down. That's a good idea, John. Good idea. Oh, here's what I do know. <laughs> you got an iPad. Here's what I do know, John. I um brought my iPad on vacation. And when we had the two-hour layover in Washington, layover? D.C. Yeah, the layover. <laughs> the layover. In Washington, D.C., you know what I did? No. I went to Amazon, and I, I uh, what would you call it? I used you redeemed. your... I redeemed your gift card, John. Wow. And do you want to know what I got? I'm going to tell you what I got. I got reading material... Nice. ...for the plane and for the vacation. So we go to North Carolina. It's an island... And we get a little golf cart. Uh, there's no cars on the island, but everybody gets a golf cart, and you get to tool around in a golf cart. And there's a market there, and a couple of restaurants. But I spent most of my time at the beach, um, reading and just hanging out and looking at the stars. I love looking yeah. at the stars. And there was no moon when I was there, so it's it's great for Hold stargazing, down. John. But here's what I got with your gift card. What's and that? What'd you get? I got. You ever, you ever notice though when we yeah, we're, yeah. We're, before we start the show we're all like, all right, um, so uh, what did what did you do? I don't know. What did you do? And then we're like, hey, total talk nonsense with John and Scott. We're all excited because we turn it on, John. <laughs> we can turn it on. Not all the time. Go ahead. I, I, you I got. Here's what I got from eternity. To he- <laughs> from eternity to here, the quest for the ultimate theory of. Time. That's by Sean Carroll. Oh. These are all physics books. Einstein and the Quant of the Quest for the Valiant Swabian. I don't even know what that means. And then I got the Perfect Theory: A Century of Genius and the Battle over General Relativity. I'm enjoy. I'm reading that one right now. I'm enjoying it quite a bit. The one about time. I had to get that one to get an understanding of what the the current thoughts about time are in physics. 
because time plays a key role in my theory, John. And I just wanted to make sure that uh, I had all my bases covered. And so far, so good. How about that? It's out of sight, man. So that was very exciting. So I, I did a lot of reading. I did a lot of beach combing. And that's about it. That's it. <laughs> beach combing. Oh, I did the. What kind of comb do you use? We um we decided to go walk to this. Do you use like a pick restaurant, like a restaurant, a restaurant. <laughs> yeah. And it turns out that <laughs> the walk there and the yeah. walk back is like a ten k. Yeah, it's like six point two miles. Oh my god! So we start Who walking. The fuck would want to walk that far to go eat? Well, you walk along the beach. It's very nice. So we're walking, and my son immediately starts moaning and groaning, and I'm like. Come on, you can't be that goddamn lame. I'm thinking to myself, you can't walk to the restaurant where we're going to eat fried shrimp, which he loves fried shrimp. Loves them. Moaning the whole time. We get to the restaurant, we have dinner. He falls asleep at the table. We make him walk back. Of course we did, because we we, you know, we had no other, other way to get home. He gets a fever. Turns out he had like... Influenza. <laughs> oh my god. I just felt mean. so bad. <laughs> Come on. Come Move on. It. Get your shit together. God damn it. It's, we're, you can't walk. He didn't At have. your age. <laughs> so it was just like onset. So he had the flu like the last couple of days and he got over it. And then we got home and he was fine. And then he got pneumonia. Uh, but he's uh, just finishing up his antibiotics for that, and that seems to be cleared up. But, uh, yeah, so it was kind of a downer for him. Well, I guess not, because he just sat and watched TV the whole time, which he enjoys doing. And he did get to spend some time at the beach before he got sick. But, uh, yeah, other than that, it was uh, it was uh, very nice, very relaxing. And I sleep so well. I don't know if it's the fresh air. Or if it's the white noise of the ocean through the window. But I, I, all I do is sleep. I sleep for 10 hours, and then I wake up, and then I have a nap for two hours. I just sleep. It's great. Fucking love it. <laughs> and you don't get any shit for that? What are you, taking another nap? Well, I did have to work. So part of it, the first part of the vacation I had to work. And what was really cool is we didn't know this at the time, but the house we rented above the garage and the garage is built for a golf cart so it's like this little tiny garage with a golf cart in it above the garage there was this room it had a bed and a tv so i would go into that room and i would work or you know at least that's what i told my family yeah i gotta go to work (laughs) i gotta work and you know it had wi-fi and the whole deal and i did do work there but then when i was tired of work i would just close the laptop and you know take a little nap Fucking fantastic. Fan fucking test. I highly recommend it. If you can get the Bald Head Island in North Carolina, it is fan <laughs> fucking tastic. The Bald Head. <laughs> oh, I have a t shirt. It says Bald Head. That's great. And it's then in small fun. print, it says Island. That's nice. <laughs> That's sweet. Because you're sweet. bald. You have a bald head. So, hold on. I'm it's trying not bald to, right now. It's kind of stubbly. It's stubbly. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out the timeline. So, Do you have a hard time like when you're showering and then you put the towel on your head and it like, goes, er, like, like Velcro? You, you can't I don't notice that it. when I'm showering, but I wear knit I mean, caps. After when you I shower. wear hats, right? <laughs> 
So right when I shave, winter hats don't stay on. They kind of slide yeah. off my head. But then the, my hair reaches a certain length, and it's like Velcro. Like one time, my, Velcro, Velcro, <laughs> Velcro. One time I was walking, and my son decided he was going to take the hat off my head, and I was in full-on Velcro mode. Yeah. So he went to grab the hat, and he like almost broke my neck because it it stuck to my head. <laughs> like, hey, dude! <laughs> what did you just ask for a head if you wanted? Try to rip it off my head? Because my whole head went with it. <laughs> All right, so moving on, Oh, Sean. my God. Um, what was that? Oh, so wait, I'm trying to figure out the timeline. So we, we hung out with Amber and... Her, Simon. Simon, yeah. Was that before or after spring break? I can't remember. Uh, it was right after. Right after. Yeah. Okay, so right after. It was that Saturday. We hook up with, um, oh, it's the day I got home. Right. I got home on Saturday. Right. Home, John. Yeah. Home. And then you're like, hey, Amber and Simon are in town. Yeah. All right, well, where are we going? And then uh, we figured out we'll just go back Samber to, the, Iman. to the five roses there where yeah. we had the dude's night out. Yeah. So you and I are hanging out, right? We have yeah. a couple of drinks. Couple? <laughs> yeah, well, I had a couple. You had a couple 50. Oh, oh come my on. God. You were like, you had eight before That's they even ridiculous. got there. That's Eight whiskeys. Yeah, you were getting in the, hey, hey, I need answers. <laughs> you were like right in his face. <laughs> Who, Simon? Yeah. Look, listen. <laughs> I I didn't know what to do. So, well, we just met Simon. We had never met Simon. We've heard a lot about him, right? But we met him. He was a really cool dude, no doubt. Um, and he works in the same industry yeah. I work in, John. Well, no, he work. He has the same clients that I do, right. but he does something completely different than I do. But th- we have the same client list, John. Yeah. So that was very exciting. He's got to have, he's got to have like some big cojones to be able to handle an Amber. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I don't know. Can you? Well, I don't mean like you literally explain? like giant balls. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, she's, she's, uh, she's kind of, uh, yeah. Yes, John. She's Can a you... force to be reckoned with. Yes. She is a force, John, a force. Yeah. And he's uh, he's got he, he did challenge me to a rave She's dance. She's going eight hundred miles an hour all the time. That Amber challenged me to a rave dance, and then he never showed up for the dance. I'm like, come on, dude. Whenever you're ready, let me know. Oh, you mean uh, I will when bust the, it out. The fucking vampires came out. Right. That, that was whole, insane. It was. It's like an Irish pub, and then it, 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 the DJ happened? shows up, and this this whole other clientele come in, and it's like, where am I? Am I in the same place? What's going on? It literally transformed into a fucking vampire den. It was weird. All these European dudes with their zoot suits and uh, the bouncers. There it starts out, you know, we get there and there's no bouncers when we get there. There's nobody. Uh, by the time we left, there's like 15 bouncers walking the place. They got muscles like, you know, those chewing muscles that you see that come out of your head, people's head when they're chewing gum or something. Yeah, yeah. These guys had them. They weren't even chewing, and they were sticking out of their fucking temples. They I didn't so notice muscular. those guys. Oh yeah, 
You wow. didn't see them walking around? No. Oh, they were walking around. There was like four of them milling around outside. They were everywhere. When we walked back to our... Well, you were so fucking drunk. How can no. you possibly... No. You couldn't even see in front of your hand, in front of your face. <laughs> that is so... Wrong, John. It's just wrong. I mean, even if I was, it's wrong for you to say that. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> Bonk! <laughs> no, by the end of the night, totally you're okay. totally fine, you're fine, dude. <laughs> Come on, dude. 20 minutes. Totally fine. Do you eat anything? Bagel. Bagel. Cheese. Cheese. <laughs> yes, yeah, so yeah, uh, that was very times. fun. Good, great times. Yeah. I wonder what Amber and Simon's impression are. I don't know. I sent Have her, you talked to her? I sent her a nice note on Facebook. She never fucking answered. You know, <laughs> That's it. That's how she is. I'm never talking to her again. Really? Yeah. Maybe Simon was like, hey, I don't know why the fuck you hang out with those dudes, but you need to they're, stop yeah, right now. fucking mental Cut cases. them off. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, so yeah, we did I'm that like, too. Uh, uh, what did I say? I'm like, um, uh, don't know when you will get this, but it was really awesome spending time with you and Simon last night, even if it was only for a little while. Uh, really enjoyed it. Anyway, Simon is really super fucking cool. I couldn't be happier f- for you. Uh, uh, and then I just went on some, you know, mushy shit about pissed that you're taking away from us at short notice uh but um and no response yeah no response and that being said you know he's a really great guy and uh he is now one lucky sob to have you how about that so uh and no response nothing what's up with that zero zippo zilch (laughs) kids kids these days yeah kids today kids well, she's kind of like our adopted daughter, my wife and I. All right, John. So, hey, what did you do for spring break? Uh, from what I understand, your your family went to Florida, and you stayed at home. Yeah, that's odd. I was sight. supposed to work. Supposed um, to. Yeah, and now, now yeah, it's a fucking pain in the ass. It's a long story. I I don't want to get into it, but uh, you were it, supposed it, to, it and then su- you didn't have to. Well, I didn't have to. It was supposed to be like this big, you know, quarter end, and it fizzled out. And then there was uh, an audit scheduled, and that didn't happen till the next week. And then I wasn't even pulled into it till the last day. And then they're all over my shit to try and get some documents that take days to get. I'm like, listen, fuck off, okay? You're not going to get them, all right? You're going to get them when I get them, all right? So fuck off. Yeah. So yeah. even today, I took today off. I'm getting phone calls and fucking emails. I said, look, listen. Listen. You'll get the shit when I get it, all right? And you know what? Back the fuck off! Yeah. Yeah, I had a... Re- I had a and you s- know what? Super busy day right. today. Good morning, America. Oh, my, my uh, family went with my in-laws to Wisconsin yeah. this, just this weekend for Easter. And I stayed at home because I had to work. But I really had to work. And then... Uh, Today was so fucking busy because I got two things that, two huge things that happened over the weekend. And then today it's just cleaning up shit and answering questions about those things. And I have been uh, like from 6 a.m. to 5 p.m. Constant, busy, nonstop. Got to answer these questions. Got to talk to people. Got to get documentation together. (laughs) 
but you know, it's what I do. You know what I'm saying? It's what I do. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, so so what do we do? Nothing other than work our ass off. Although I did, I did try to, um, I should have taken time off. I could have actually flown out to Florida where my family was, but it got too late in the game. So I had uh, I had like Phil and Tommy come over to work on the demo and demo for your band. Yeah, because if you're a new listener, John's in a band, and they're playing this Saturday at the Lee Street Tavern. Right. Yes, modern elixir. Yeah, <laughs> a modern elixir. <laughs> and you have a new band member. Yeah, He's a, he plays the keyboards. Fifth elixir. Yeah, the he fifth actually. Elixir. I used to play in in a not in a band. I did some work with him. We were on the Kevin Matthews show, show together. For listeners out there, we used to talk about that guy um, years ago. Remember? Yeah, he was a <laughs> DJ in Chicago ten years ago. He was a DJ in Chicago. Uh, he, he was pretty famous in Chicago with uh, like Steve Dahl and Johnny B and Danny Bonaducci. And uh, we talked our way into being on his show. He was looking for bands that used to play in high school and broke up, and he was going to bring them back together. And the guys I was playing with at the time, Phil, the bass player, was one of them. This guy, John, and uh, Scott was the other guy, and myself. And John called the radio station and pretended to be another band and I can't even remember the name of it, um, but he convinced them that we should be on the show. So we ended up going on the show, and we're doing like Gino Vanelli tunes. Um, I don't even know who that is. Gino Vanelli, yeah. Diamond Girl, nothing. Got nothing. Really? Yeah. Let me see if I could find it. I think it's. Oh no, it's Stop. Stop, just want to stop for your love. <laughs> you, don't, you never heard that song? Uh, I just want to stop. stop. I probably Something have. Like I never heard it either. We had to run over to this guy's house. and uh, Who picked this song? Hey, we're going on Kevin Mat- Matthews. Let's play the lamest fucking song I can come up with. Um... Well, that's it was a joke. Okay, then I, I guess I understand it. Yeah, I've never heard this. And, and he I, would say stuff like, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, puss rock. I don't want to hear this. You can, like, turn it down. No, no, it's good. It was, this is good. It's Gino Vanelli, man. All right, so you played this guy in Kevin Matthews, and then uh, he's back. He's back. And he plays keys. Now, I'm going to take credit for this because on one of the podcasts, I mentioned, hey, I went to see you guys. And Julie always sets up a keyboard, but I never see her play the goddamn thing. And you said, yeah, she she shouldn't even be doing that. She should not have anything in her way. Yeah, she's the fucking star, She's man. the star. And then, um, so I'm going to take credit for you guys getting a real keyboard no player. No doubt. Um, well, we had talked about it, and there's like a, a band website where people advertise that they're available and i kept saying you know should we call this guy should we call that guy and at the time i, I don't think we were ready because we didn't 
you know, you really got to get your shit together if you're going to play with a, a pro. You know what I'm saying? You got to play with somebody who knows what they're doing. And because you've seen the keyboard player at the at the piano bar, man, the one night. Oh, you weren't there the night we went with uh, <clears throat> um, Julie and Tommy and Phil for Julie's birthday. This guy was just fucking crazy awesome. I even asked him to be in our band. <laughs> He's like, no, sorry, can't do it. Um, but anyway, um, <clears throat> this guy, he called me up because he wanted me to play some tracks on... Uh, he's working with the musician, the singer that we used to play with, that we went on the Kevin Matthews show with. So he called me and asked me to do some drum tracks. And the music is kind of like, uh, kind of stingy, contemporary. I don't know if I played it before or, or what, but um, and to make a long story short, I said, hey, you know, I'm playing in a band right now, and you know, we're looking for a second guitar player, maybe keyboard player. He goes, oh, dude, I got, uh, and he starts rattling off his equipment. And I said, if you want to come out and, and try it, you know, and, you know, see if you can, you can swing it. So he's like, yeah, okay. So he, so brought, he came out, he, he tried came out, it. he brought a guitar and he, and he just kind of wung it and, uh, wung it. Yeah. Winged it. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, birds, they have wungs. Yes. <laughs> They're seen, like wings and lungs yeah. put together, <laughs> asshole. You know, it's scientific. It's science, Scott. Science. So, um, yeah, to make a long story short, he comes out and he uh, he he checks us out and he's, he's really digging it. And then he brought his keyboard out and that was kind of cool. And... Uh, then he brought it again last week. The problem is, is he lives like our lead singer. She lives f an hour north of where we practice. Is that you making that fucking yeah, noise? Yeah, sorry, man. That's me. Hold on. Let me turn my shit. <laughs> no, it's not me. I, it's not me. My sound is down, man. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so anyway, um... <laughs> To make a long story short, um, uh, where was I? God damn it. You got a keyboard player. Yeah. God damn it. Here's the short version. <laughs> we got a new keyboard player. His name is Scott. He'll be there Saturday at Lee Street Tavern. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for clearing that up, man, you douche. And he's very good, I'm assuming. Yeah, well, he'd have to be good he to be to in Modern Elixir. He went to Berkeley. For music. Yeah. Not for, like, LSD and shit no, like that. But right. He's more of a composer, but he's played, like, uh, he played bass in a Queensryche cover band for five Sweet. years. And, and he played uh, in a band called T Tumbleweeds for a few years as a drummer. So he plays drums. He's got it bass, all. Bass, guitar, keyboards. I mean, he picks up really quick on stuff. Um, he's been working on stuff, so he's really excited to do it. It's he's only had a, well. The problem is he lives an hour south, and our singer lives an hour north. But so, you're all professionals, right? Yeah, but he he you all know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. 
So it, it, he's probably not going to play all the songs at the gig. He'll play a majority of them. I'm excited um, about the gig, John. But once we have it all, uh, everything worked out, it, it's going to sound really cool. And try to get my neighbor to come with me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's out of sight. So, yeah, so we got a fifth elixir. And Phil even liked the name. I said, oh, we should change the name to The Fifth Elixir. The band name. Because he doesn't like modern elixir. But The Fifth Elixir. I'm not, I'm not sure he doesn't like it necessarily. I don't like the word elixir. Elixir? Yeah. I didn't either, but I wanted to call the band um, Julie and the Blue Nuts. There you go. Like Blue Notes. Actually, if you look at the modern elixir um, logo that I designed, yes, um, it does say Doctor Blue Nuts. Yes, yes, it does. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's out of sight, John. It's number elixir number sixty nine. So I'm excited yeah. about this Saturday, John. Do you need me to come and over Julie and help you set birthday. up or she any, just, any our, shit like that? Yeah, 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 sure. yeah, yeah. All right, we'll talk about that later. And um, Julie had a birthday. Yeah, she had a birthday. Her she, birthday. Yeah, she just she just uh, turned forty. For the big probably, 4 probably John. not happy about me saying that. No, but. not at all. Bonk. <laughs> <laughs> um, so bonk out you saying it and then leave in what I said. That'll that? be okay. The big 4 oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, yeah, so I bought her a modern elixir um, sweatshirt hoodie for her birthday. Where can you get those, John? You can get those on Cafe Press. You, know, you should post that to Facebook, John. I do. I, it is on Facebook. I haven't seen it. On the Modern Elixir yes. Facebook? No, I'm yes. saying on the TTN Facebook. Oh, all right. I'll do that. I will do that. It's called social media. Right. Well, let me see if I can find I'm it. I'm very excited about Saturday. What is my see fucking the new keyboard player? ass. This thing blows. Here we go. It's actually... Um, it's www.cafepress.com forward slash modern elixir. One word, modern elixir. So just go to www.cafepress.com forward slash modern elixir. One word. One and there word. you have it. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's that's the site right there. Yeah. That's no doubt. Site, John. It's on the site, Scott. Yeah. So I bought that and, uh, <clears throat> and, uh, <clears throat> Yeah, so it was a good time. Good times. We went to the piano bar for her birthday. That's where I found out about the place, which we're going to talk about later. Because uh, we had our own little dudes night out. Yeah, yeah, we had dudes night out, John. That was something else at the <laughs> piano bar. I can't wait to talk about that. That was so exciting. Um, well, wait, I think we can move right out. No, before we get to that, let's uh, because I got nothing else. I can't remember anything <laughs> other than... Dude's night out <laughs> at uh, the piano bar. I can't remember anything, and I can talk about movies later. Uh, so let's get to voicemails and emails. Voicemails right now, John. How about that? Emails, voicemails, and emails. Well, before we get to that, Scott, yes, John. <laughs> um, uh, let's just say that we're going to get to voicemails, but. Uh, let's just say right now you could call us at 224-244-7631 or 224-BIG-ROD-1, uh, 224-244-7631 or 224-BIG-ROD-1. Or you can Skype us at John, J-O-N underscore 
TTN. How about that? Huh? That's out of sight, John. Yeah. Actually, yeah. somebody was asking for the number, so I'm posting it right now on our Facebook. We might get a call. Somebody called us lazy bastards yes. on Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Lazy bastards. I won't call them out. You know who you are. <laughs> but it, it, lazy bastards. We're doing this. It's fucking free, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> you can't complain when it's free. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where the hell is it? Uh, uh, <laughs> what what happened to our fucking mailbag music? Did we used to have... Yeah, we had mailbag music. Come Mail- on, man. Get your shit together. I, uh, you know, this is why you don't get nominated for producer of the year anymore. <laughs> Earlier, before we started the show, I can't find my bong sound effect. <laughs> Come on, man. Get your shit together. <laughs> what was that sound called? What was that music called? Emails and something, was it? What was the music called? I have no idea. <laughs> I never clicked the MP3 for the for the email stinger or whatever you'd call it. Here we go. Here it is, Scott. <laughs> Since we're good, <laughs> there it is. That's it. <laughs> That's right, Scott. Uh, we have an email here from. Uh, it's from Johnny. Uh. He used to have a show. Well, I'll just read it. How about I do that? Hi, John and Scott. I'm super happy that you guys are potting regularly. Potting. <laughs> Until the last four <laughs> weeks. It's always great to listen to you guys while I work. Tetanus. He, he wrote Tetianus. T-E-T-E-A-N-U-S. Tetianus. Maybe that's how you say it, though. Tetianus. As you know, I am an artist living in Tokyo, and currently I am contracting... Uh, oh, sorry, sorry, contacting all the artists, podcasts, and everyone who has given me inspiration and drive to complete my last and latest project. Not last product, uh, project, latest project. Dude, man, how much have you had to drink? <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading the same email. I'm like, what? what is going For, on with you, dude? <laughs> you know, I can't see that. Do you I'm, want me to read it? No. Should I take yeah, over? Yeah, go ahead. Take over. All right. For eight months, I painted all 50 <laughs> states, John. <laughs> did he see John? Yes! <laughs> no, three and a half feet by three and a half feet on canvas for each state, and I painted major cities, interesting facts, cultural icons from each state, and pop references that are specific <laughs> to the state. Oh, Some gone. of the images in the paintings are hidden, so you must look very carefully. All right, answer, the, and we'll get we'll finish this email. Hello, this is John, TTN. John and Scott here. I know who it who is. Who is this? I know who it is. I can predict. It's Max Max, right? It is. Are you guys doing a show? Right on. Of course we're doing a show. Why else would we pick up the phone? Because <laughs> oh, <I was laughs> we're sitting around jerking each other off and, hey, look, somebody <laughs> called us. Let's pick up the phone. <laughs> well, you didn't put it on the Facebook page. I, didn't, I, didn't I just did. Hold on, we're in the middle of an email. Can you bear hold with on, us for on. just yeah, yeah. one more minute? Wait, hold let me, on. wait, hold on, Scott. Yes. Just hold on before you finish the email, all right? Yes. Okay, all right. Now very you good. Can finish. I wanted to create educational art for both younger and older people like myself to enjoy and to use to learn more about all 50 beautiful states of America. You can view the paintings on my site, 
TheSplitInc.com. They are in the feature section. Thank you again for podcasting. I I always thought it said Split Nick. (laughs) (laughs) I really enjoy listening to the shows while I work. P.S. Any attention you guys can generate to the States would be amazing. Best Johnny. The Split Inc. John, the Split The Split Inc. So just go Boy, to the splitink.com. Cool. You see the picture? You see it? I haven't. No, I haven't. It's like it. I sent it to you. It's you scroll down, you knuckled. <laughs> oh, it's an attachment. Let me view knuckled. the attachment. Thank you for uh, bearing with us back. here, uh, Max Max. Yes. Max Max. <laughs> <laughs> Max Max. Double Max. Hi. Max, Hi. Max How long have Stair. you guys been working this Oh, show? that's pretty cool. Yeah, look, he's got the Blues Brothers he's up there. He's got Chicago yeah. real big. Yeah, yeah. Chicago. It's out of sight. I see Lincoln I gotta get, in there. I gotta want, How do I get one of those? He said he put the He said he put the uh the website. I don't see it. Well, oh, he, he oh, just the said splitink.com. Yeah. Got it. Got it. There you go. All right, then. So that that's the the entire email bag, right, John? In the last four weeks, we've gotten one email. Is that right? <laughs> there might be more. I just am <laughs> too lazy to look. That's out of sight. Hey, that's so, uh, Max, what's up with you? Uh, I'm I just calling to leave a couple of comments oh. about the last show to get you guys thinking maybe about doing another show. Wait, Scott, you want to read the, the name of that company again? Johnny? At the what? No, what I is already it? shut, no, why I don't shut you, my no, phone read down. It, read it. Read it. <laughs> oh, I, sorry. So I'm going back to the email. Yes. Is what you're saying. So go yes. back to the email, right? What is the name of the website? The website? The website. Yeah. Spilt. <laughs> it's it's spiltink.com. <laughs> Hey, all right, I'm dyslexic, all right, dude? <laughs> what are you you giving hey, me shit? Thanks for giving me shit about my <laughs> handicap, man. I'm not handicapped, I'm handicapable. <laughs> you fucker. Lyspepsia <laughs> means you never have to take your refund? That's right. <laughs> How dare you, John? I'm handicapable. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's funny. All right, so Max, what's up? You just wanted to call and, and say, hey, come on, dudes, it's been four weeks. What the fuck is going on? Right? Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I wrote down a couple of notes. I've been going to call you, and of course I didn't. But you were asking on the last show about who was the voice of Mr. Peabody? Yeah, yeah. And it's Ty Burrell yeah, from I, Modern Family. Yeah, and he's not uh, Mr. Peabody. I thought my uh, selection was much better. The guy who David was in, Pierce? yeah, yeah, is that no, 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 no? Who is that? No, <laughs> that's Frazier's brother, right? Right, right. He'd be a great Mister. No, Peabody. he wouldn't. Frazier would be a good Peabody, and the the best Peabody of all time would be the guy who was in Seventeen again with Zac Efron, who was the nerd in high school. That's the guy. I didn't see that movie. I, I, I oh, you should check it out. It's great. It's a great movie. Except for the it guy from Friends. It sounds exactly like my kind of movie. What's the guy from Friends? For, What's his name? David Hyde Pierce. No, no, no. The guy no. from Friends. He plays from the Friends. old Zac Efron. And you're like, wait a minute. Zac Efron is really good looking. He would never grow old to look like the guy from Friends. I don't know. John, help me out here. David, 
David Schwimmer? Chandler. Chandler, yeah. Chandler yeah. from Friends. Yeah. Chandler. It's a really great movie. You should check it out. I recommend it. Really? 17 again? Uh-huh. Okay. I'm I, excited. I have not seen it. The beginning and the end, forget about the beginning and the end. The movie picks up when Zac Efron hits the screen. You know what I'm saying? Hey, John, that reminds me. Neighbors is coming out right. with uh, Seth Rogen and Zath. <laughs> Zath. <laughs> Zach I'm Efron. capable. Zach <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Oh, I'm excited about that movie, John. <laughs> I've seen previews. It looks good. I wonder if we could buy this art. Oh, here it is. Store. There's a store on the Spilt Ink. A store. Dot com. Uh, and they're 11 by 17. They're 20 bucks. I'd like to get a big fucking giant one. Not 11 by 7. I want like a... Get a big giant one. Yeah, he said three and a half by three and a half. Right? Yeah, get one of those. That's the originals, three yeah. and a half by three and a half. Yeah, right? but I want that's what I want. I want to maybe you can sell me the the graphic. You know, All right, so I let's can get back print, to I Max. can print it here. So Max, what else is up? What else do you want to know? That'd be cool. You do you have any questions for the great John Scott? <laughs> well, somebody mentioned that that we'd like to hear more of you guys talking about current events, and right. I just wanted to. I think that was me. That. Yeah. Okay. Well, well I agree. Let's let's hear the John and Scott take on the missing airliner and uh, um, Crimea right. and Sevastopol and all of that stuff. Well, here's what happens. Because we s- took four weeks off from the last time. <laughs> we can't remember. We can't. We got to catch up on stuff. And then when we catch up on stuff, the show's over. We can't get to current events. If we do it on a weekly basis... Then we only have like 30 minutes to cover what happened in the last week. Right. And then we can get to current events. So until well, we we'll, until we get back on a regular schedule, that's not going to happen. I like to take this long drive out to the nature sanctuary. And I use your show as background music, so to speak, for half the trip. And I went to that and I didn't have it because... Because there was no show, and and so my podcast listening was was all off. And it pisses you off, right? You're like, what the it fuck? It does. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I I pay good money to listen to this show. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I mean, it's you got like an MP3 player that costs money. Yeah, you got to get a, right. a thing to the web. You got to get a, a what do they call that? A, a cable bill. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's expensive. Yeah, I I feel deprived. I'm I'm desperate here. Understood. So, but we appreciate you guys doing the show. And very excited that you're uh, doing another one. Hey, so what's but, up with your job, uh, with your career? You were going to get your resume together. What's going on with you? Um, well, the company's falling apart. Yes? They're riffing they're everybody. People. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I went in and talked to the HR the other day, and the HR lady told me they just let her go. <laughs> oh Jesus! Were you in there to complain about somebody? Uh, yeah, me mostly. But yeah, yeah don't it, talk to it, me. It, I'm cleaning out my desk, so they let me go. Kind of a thing, right? Oh, <laughs> she was man. very nice, but the the whole thing is is a giant cluster, and um, my feeling is that they're they're cutting people just to be able to make payroll, which for I think we might be a Fortune 500 company. It's not good. 
Right, that wow, is not yeah. good. You're not Fortune 500 anymore. So you got well, your resume yeah. together. Have you sent it out? Have you gotten any leads? Are you working um, with a headhunter? I have it together, but I don't have my shit together. No, I, I've been looking at jobs, but I haven't submitted it yet. I'm being a little selective. Are you prepared for the interview? Process. Good question. Um, I, uh, maybe not. I don't know. I hadn't, I hadn't thought that far ahead. Well, hey, Max. Hey, it's great to see you. Um, I'm glad you're interested in this job. Hey, before we get started, just tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, I'm a super genius. I've been working <laughs> at this company for 15 years. Um, I like leisure suits and uh, disco dancing. There you go. There what, you have it. What laser suits? Leisure suits. Oh, laser. I'm like laser <laughs> laser suits. suits. That's yeah. something I've never heard of. Laser suits. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want. A laser suit. <laughs> well, all right. No, I'm sorry. I wasn't. I wasn't prepared to do an interview. At this well, you spot. need to get prepared for that. All right. I should. Hey, I should get my shit together. There's a great TED talk, and uh, I'm not going to get into the detail, but here's what science has proven: before you walk into the interview. Raise yeah. your hands like you just won the hundred yard dash above your head. Just do that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it will make you more confident and it'll make you more communicative. <laughs> and, and you'll do better in your interview. All right when they say he's ready to see you now, just raise your hands in the air like you just won the hundred yes! yard dash in the fucking Olympics, man. Yeah. And then you go in yeah. there and you kick ass. I do think there's something about people. When they're happy, you know, wanting to jump. They clap their hands when you're happy and you know it. <laughs> clap your hands. True. <laughs> I, I, I've heard that, yeah. yeah. I've been preparing since first grade for this interview. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do, interview. I jump up and I go, yes! So have you submitted your resume to anybody? Or Booyah! you haven't gotten to that point yet? No, I, I actually just recently sent it to another resume advisor person and um, we're trying to find a time she wants to it's, it's actually somebody that I work with she wants to give me advice on uh, touching it up a little bit there you go that's great so, it's on yeah. a site you just got to start getting that thing out there you're right you gotta yeah. get it out I there got to get my shit together yeah anyway I just wanted to call and say uh Get going. We, we're, we're desperate to, for the show here. <laughs> oh, oh, you know what? The other thing I want to mention, yes. and, and I probably shouldn't do this but uh, because it's another podcast, but you brought it up. Uh, I checked out um, Girl on Guy with Aisha Taylor. Tyler? Yeah, yeah. Girl on Guy. I love that podcast. Yeah. I haven't it's listened to really it in a year. It's a really good podcast. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, she's just a phenomenon. She's, she's really smart. and uh, She's funny? She's, she's good looking. She's a, she, a stand up comic. I had no idea. She's and an she archer, does, too. 
You watch Archer? He does the voice for Archer. Yeah. Archer's one of the funniest goddamn shows ever. Not according to John. No. Not according to John. Because he was over at my house and I had Archer on and we were like having a couple of drinks. He's like, why do you fucking watch this? This is is stupid. stupid. This is the dumbest. Well, it's not one you want to watch with your kids. It's incredibly vulgar. Oh, are you saying I'm a kid? I'm Scott's kid? No. What is that? John's problem is he doesn't like cartoons. He doesn't think there's any artistic value or comedy in cartoons. anime or something like that. I gotta have, you know, explosions in a story. I'm with you, Max. There's Archer is fucking Archer. great. People getting shot yeah. all the goddamn time. And, and it's so I know, it's like fantastic. being shot by stick figures. What the hell is it? No, <laughs> stick no, no, figures. Is, it's like fucking done. clutch cargo. human-like animation. These people are good-looking, actually. They're, well, I've seen they, that, but I mean, it's like clutch cargo and... Uh, you remember Clutch Cargo? Yeah, Cardo? yeah, I, I, I get the reference. I get it. Yeah, but it, but uh, yeah, I yeah. John's missing out. Is the bottom line here, Max? And I think you and I can agree on that. That John is Absolutely. missing out, <laughs> right? Because Archer is fucking fantastic. Look up Clutch Cargo on uh, <laughs> on uh, what the fuck is it? Uh, or Scott Moose Space Ranger? <laughs> John, John, YouTube Clutch Car Clutch Cargo. John. Yes. You have to give Archer another chance. All right. I'll He's try. never given it one Maybe. chance. He saw like 20 minutes of it at my house <laughs> from yeah. the fourth give season. It, give it like three episodes. If you don't literally burst out laughing at some point within three episodes, I'll, I'll leave I you I did alone. when they shot the guy in the knee. It was kind of funny and he was bleeding all over. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, see? It's, yeah. It's violent and it's sexy and it's really, really well written. I am fascinated by Archer because he's such a fucking asshole, but he's so charismatic for some reason to me. And he's yeah, a cartoon he's character. That's because that's what Scott is. He's such a fucking asshole, but he's so charismatic. Well, is that why? Because I identify with Archer. Hey, man. He has mommy issues, too. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he does. But it doesn't hurt his confidence at all. Not at all. It's right on. All right, we got to get on with the show, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks for everything, and talk to you later. All right, buddy. Talk thanks to you for later. calling, buddy. All right, that's, good luck on the job that's search. Ma- <laughs> <laughs> that's Max. That's it. That's right, John. He used to have a podcast. It's fearless Screaming Argonauts or something. Screaming. Countless, yeah. goddammit. There's so many you can't even count them. Oh, can't count them. Um, but yeah, Clutch Cargo. That's what that that show reminded me. Except for the in Clutch Cargo, they had real lips. Real lips, yes. Real lips. <laughs> All right, moving on, John. We have a voicemail. A spinner voicemail. and Oh, that's right. We're moving on to voicemail, John. Voicemail, Scott. Let me turn down the bed. Turn the bed down. There we go. Uh, what do we got? What do we got? We got. Uh, here we go. Voicemail. Hi, John. Hi, John. Are you on the air tonight? Well, it's morning here in Austria. We thought we'd give you a shout because you're complaining last week about not getting any voicemail. I, if you're on the air, I'll try and call in and take the piss. Oh, shouldn't have said that in front of two sprogs. Oh, well. <laughs> Have a good one. Hope I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Cheers. This is... Uh, Dave from <laughs> Dave. You know Dave. What? You want to what? 
Dave's not here. Yeah, right, whatever. <laughs> he doesn't let his kids listen to us, does I he? hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to say anything in front of the two Sprogs. Sprogs, yeah. When that did he leave da- that message? Uh, the 31st. 31st. The- oh, my God. It's the fucking 20-something, right? That's the 21st. Wait a minute. Dude. How long ago did we do a show? Four weeks ago, Come dude. On. Four Are you serious? Four weeks ago, yeah. I-, I thought you were joking. No, no. Oh, the 26th. Fuck. Well, it was like the 25th, and then I posted it on the 26th. Fuck. <laughs> Any other voicemail? Wow. There, yeah. Oh, we got another one right here. Uh, let's see. How about that one? Judge Scott, Pat McGroin. Another <laughs> great show. I know it's been a while, and yeah, it's my fault. I haven't called. Uh, <laughs> Scott, you had some classic stories this week. Fucking classic. The wiping your ass and. <laughs> <laughs> you kept wiping your ass. You thought you had a marker. And, oh, my God. I was laughing so hard. And then the Korean doctor. I can't believe... Maybe you were at a rub and tug, Scott. The way she was working on your shoulder, she was trying to get you a Woody or something before she was going to your balls, you know? Balls. And, uh, the, the fact that she kept trying to get to third base with you, she's fucking killing me. I can't believe it. Oh, my God. Great show. I forgot all Fucking laugh my ass off. Um, Scott, you're into time travel. Uh, I suggest checking out the movie Looper. Fucking really... I thought it was one of the best time travel movies I've ever seen. I loved it. <laughs> I really did. I think you'll like it. And Shia LaBeouf, you mentioned Shia LaBeouf. I don't know if you guys have heard about him, but he wrote like a, a movie and uh, he released it and it came, it came out that the movie was actually plagiarized. So LaBeouf came clean and, and he apologized um, for the plagiarism. And somebody fact checked his pla- his uh, apology, and he plagiarized his apology. As well. <laughs> so this guy, he's something. <laughs> he's got a lot of problems. Thanks again, guys. Uh, Two hundred is just a heartbeat away. Two hundred, three hundred, dude, three hundred. All right, Pat McGroin, man. I have Always seen Looper, and I talked about it. Yeah, uh, and I still remember. I went with my wife. And we went to the movie co at the premiere there. And the very first minute of Looper is, like, really fucking violent. And my wife completely checked out. It was too violent for her, so she spent the rest of the movie on her cell phone. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) But I love the Looper, but I haven't seen it since. I need to go back and see it again. But I did think it was great. Yeah, Bruce Willis and... uh, Yeah. Who's the kid uh, from uh, Third Rock from the Sun? What's his name? Um... Joaquin Phoenix. No, no, no. Or... He did Don Juan. Don John. He did Don John. Yeah. What the hell is his name? I haven't seen that. That's with Scarlett Johansson. That's supposed to be a good movie, too. Don John. Um, You know, he talked about... Uh... <laughs> he talked about your ass wiping. Yes. You know, all that. Ass, yeah, yeah. Well, Jesus Christ, Julie, who we have on the show. JC yes. Julie. She uh she let her dad listen. 
<laughs> and her dad thought it was fucking hilarious, your ass wiping story. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Isn't that, that's, <laughs> yeah, so when you meet him, uh, you might, if you come out to our Naperville gig, you will meet Julie's dad. Because he lives out in Naperville? He, he lives out in that area, yeah. I see. Very good. Actually, the, the benefit that we're doing, her uncle is actually throwing it. So, How about that? Yeah. Yeah. So you should come out to that. Oh, that, definitely. And you'll get to meet him. He thinks we're great, Julie told me. We should have our own radio show, he said. Wow. How about that? Yeah. So we're up there. We we got even JC Julie's dad, who they're very religious, her family. And she didn't play the whole thing for him, but um, she played that part. <laughs> well, that's that's, that's yeah, so great. <laughs> It's so interesting. <laughs> Peanut butter shit and uh, wiping your ass like you have a marker. So what's, what's interesting to me is, to me, it's just me and you just yeah, shooting the shit right. that we happen to record and it. And everybody else. And now <laughs> no. I'm meeting Julie's dad, yeah. who the only thing he knows about me <laughs> is a story about wiping my ass. <laughs> that is fucking awesome. Oh, my God. It's so funny. That's fan fucking tastic, John. Yeah. <laughs> I look forward to that, of course. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, the only thing that I can remember now, John, is um, is this weekend. <laughs> I can't remember anything, any other stories. I have no other stories. But this weekend starts Friday at lunch at Fat Mustards, John. Yes, that's right. So you and I and Steve met, and Nick, it's Nick's place, so Nick was there, and that's when we hatched our plan to go out Friday night at lunch at Fat Mustard. But when we were at Fat Mustard's, we had a discussion about stupid people. Remember that? Do you remember right, that? Right, right. And I thought it was a pretty good discussion. We were trying to figure out if stupid people know they're stupid, and if and and I said that they don't. And I even said that stupid people probably think that we're stupid. And I gave an example. And then Steve said something to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were talking about CPAP machines. I wear a CPAP machine yes. to sleep. And oh, that's actually, right. Actually, yeah, he read something, I've lost right? like 50 pounds, right? So um, I've been able to sleep and nap now without... My without machine. the pap. Yeah, without yeah. the pap. But I still use it because I get a deeper sleep. So I use that. And he's like, oh, yeah, my brother has one of those CPAPs. And we were talking about, yeah, being, we didn't talk about stupid yet. We hadn't talked about we that yet. We hadn't talked oh, I, about it yet. See, I thought we had talked no, about no, stupid no. people. No, no, no. <laughs> we talked about it after what he said. What did he say to me? <laughs> he said, hey. John, have you noticed? Are you getting stupider? <laughs> I heard that CPAPs make you stupid, or you can't, because you can't sleep, you get stupider. Well, yeah. Well, no, maybe it wasn't the CPAP. Maybe it was the, if you have sleep apnea, yeah, you get stupider. Yeah, sleep apnea, that's what it was. Because it kills your brain cells, doesn't it? Because if you have sleep apnea, then you stop breathing, and then your brain cells die. So do you think you're getting stupider? And we right. both cracked up. We're like, how the fuck would he know if right. he's getting stupider? We would be able to tell him if he's getting stupider. He wouldn't know. 
Uh, and then we got into our stupid yeah. discussion. But he asked twice. <laughs> and he had this this bewildered look on his face. Like, like why can't you answer me? Yeah. Huh? What? Are you stupid? <laughs> what are this you proves st- it. You're stupider. You don't You're even understand so- the question. <laughs> <laughs> so then we got into the whole stupid which <laughs> could stupid people identify stupidity yes and they could if somebody was stupider than them no nah, but i i disagree with that because it's it's um it's really hard to quantify what stupid is so stupid to some people is not stupid to other people right and I gave stupid, a great example. Stupid is. Stupid does. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So it's, um, there's probably people that if they listen to the show, they would think they, they are the dumbest fucking people I've ever heard. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> it's all relative is, is basically right. the bottom line. Stupidity is relative. <laughs> And your judgment of other people being stupid is relative. But here's all I know. You know somebody's going, these are... <laughs> I, can, I, I know there's somebody out there. We used to get reviews on iTunes. Either they don't are, aren't allowed to put those out there anymore or we just don't get them. Well, we don't say every week, hey, put, us, uh, put a rating on iTunes. Hey, that's right, folks. Go on iTunes and put a rating out there. Push us up. If you like us so much, fucking do something, <laughs> do something about it, for God's sakes. You fucking... We're the lazy ones, right? We're fucking lazy. Um, yeah, I was driving, and I didn't have my podcast. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? We have gotten a lot of shit for the last four weeks, yeah. and I think this is the long one of the longest layoffs we've had. We used to had. get gifts, you know? We used to get, like, comic That's books. That's when we did and- it. As Regularly, fact, John. As a matter of fact, the comic book show is coming up this weekend, C2E2. Right on, And John. I haven't reached out to uh, our good friend over at DC. Have you heard back? No, I haven't reached out to him. Oh, because my saying. son was asking me just the other really? day. He's like, hey, when is Comic-Con? Because I want to go. I'm like, really? All right. I'll try to make that happen. Yeah, that's this, this weekend, actually. I got a gig on Saturday, but... Uh, Oh, it's this weekend? It's this weekend, oh. yeah. All right, maybe Sunday. C2E2, baby. All right, so, so dude... Um, it's, pro- it's probably going to be fucking ginormous. Here, last thing on stupidity, from my perspective, and this is really hard to say. I, I don't know really how to say it, but w- it, there is an answer that, Mark Trello, to that question. Mark by the way, I, I meant to say the, the name of the, of the our yes. DC contact... Mark Chirello. So Steve asked the question, have you gotten stupider? And I would, my answer to that, upon reflection, John, is yes, I have gotten stupider. Because when I was younger, I thought I knew fucking everything. But as you get older, the more you learn and the more you're exposed to, the then you realize how little you know. Right? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And so, I yes, I am fucking stupider. Because the more I know... The less I know, the more I know, I come. I have an understanding about how little I know. So yes, but that has to do with uh, your perception of your intelligence, right? But that's my answer. You see what I'm saying there, very John? Very good, very good, Scott. All right. So then, then uh, Friday night we moved on, and and you and I, uh, you came over to my house. Yes, we had a cocktail. You had then, some whiskeys laid out. Yes, I and you had your pick, and then we. 
uh, went to Arlington Heights and we went to Circa 57, John. <laughs> what did we go? Cutlass 57. God, I called it Curtis. Curtis. Where did we go? <laughs> Curtis, Curtis 57. 57. <laughs> no, it was Circa 57. Circa 57. Because it was one of these um, retro yeah, 50s retro places. diners. A it was diner. like a diner. Yeah. So we sit down. diner. Well, we were supposed to meet Nick and Steve yeah. at the piano bar. Nick and Steve. But they weren't there yet. They said, give us 20 minutes. Yeah. And you were like, hey, I'm hungry. So we yeah. went next door Let's to see. this place that we walked by. Fucking, they got Green River at this place. So I we're sitting down. Oh, River. they had the greatest vanilla, vanilla Coke ever, John. Vanilla. Did you get caffeine free? <laughs> no. So we sit down. <laughs> we're eating dinner. And the, the owner is there. And he comes over. And I'm thinking, hey, we're going to get a free fucking meal because we're going to mention we have a podcast. And how we're going to talk this place up. And he's going to comp us. But the owner started talking to us. And I wanted to fucking stab myself in the face, John. <laughs> and here's what I couldn't understand. You kept asking him questions. Yeah. So here's, here's how he would talk. I'll just give you a sample of this. Because it drove me fucking insane. Well, I loved it. Because I, can, I could ask a question. And then I could eat while he would talk. Because it would take him so long. It would take him forever. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um, you know, I um, started uh, in um, Chicago, the restaurant uh, uh, business. Um, I, um, uh, <laughs> I started when I was uh, 12. Um, I had uh, I had an easy bake oven. Lemonade and, uh, uh, stand. <laughs> um and my uh, dad uh, was um, uh, a businessman. <laughs> All right. uh, I mean, it was Stop. unbelievable. And you kept asking him questions, and I'm like, please stop asking him fucking... Make him stop talking. Make I don't want to listen to that anymore. It was unbelievable to me. Unbelievable. But So I got the pot roast. You got a pulled pork sandwich, John? Yeah. Um, it was okay. I want to go back because I just wanted to have like a BLT with some yeah, fries right, and, a, exactly. and a vanilla Coke. Uh, yeah, some uh, diner food like, but the, the pulled pork, the problem with the pulled pork, it was very good, but it had way too much barbecue sauce on it. It was a very tangy, uh, spicy barbecue sauce, but they had way too much. You, you got to slap some of that off of there, man. So his his speech was so horrible. I didn't want to <laughs> mention that we had a podcast and that we and were going to. I gonna... found out we had an association. That guy and myself. Yes, you were both in the we both uh, were Cavaliers, in the Cavaliers yeah. drum and bugle corps. Yeah. Uh, at different times, but we knew the same people. Once again, I you know I'm connected somehow, somehow. to somebody, some way. Yeah, to somebody, John. Somebody. Yeah. So then Nick and Steve show up. Steve gets the fries. <laughs> yeah, and then he bitches. First he first he goes, "Hey, can I try? Can I have some of your fries?" Yeah, go ahead. He's like, "Oh, you put a lot of salt on them. It's a lot salty. of salt. I'm gonna get my own." So, like, he was planning to eat mine, and then he gets he orders gravy loaded fries and, and cheese, cheese fries. fries. And uh, I I finish my meal and I put my napkin down. And I have I left half of my fries because I really don't like eating. I love fries, but I can't eat them anymore. Mm-hmm. And I push him away, and he's like, "What? I bought fries. I why didn't you tell me you were gonna eat all your fries? 
<laughs> like he was pissed. That they he were too to salty spend. anyway. I know, but he still he would have he would have forced himself to eat salty fries because they were free. Wiped the salt off, John. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Flicked it off. So we're the story gets really interesting for me is when we head over to Peggy what? Peggy Canane. Canane. So it's an Irish pub. Where modern elixir is played, by the way. Yes, you've you've and played fucking there. smoked that place big so time. So we show up, we get a table, um, we get a round of drinks, and we start talking about uh somehow we got on the topic of religion. And right. Oh so no, no, no! Steve, it started. It started before then. It started at Fat Mustards. I don't remember that. At it Fat did Mustard. because he was talking about he he didn't eat he doesn't eat meat. Oh right, right. Because of on uh, Friday because of Lent. Right. So it started there, and then yeah. we picked the conversation up again, and so we're talking about religion and. I've known Steve since I'm in second fucking grade. I mean, he's like almost like a brother to me. And how long have you known him? You've known him a Same long time. time. Same amount of time, dude. But you didn't... Well, you did go to day yeah, camp, we, but Steve and I were like... Yeah, but Steve, Steve and I went to uh, Forest Grammar School together. Steve and I swam we were, together. We were in Cub Scouts together. We blows College. Together. Well, we didn't do that. I mean, Steve and I were kind of friends. Uh... I, I took over his paper route. I stole money from the fucking <laughs> paper route. <laughs> All right, so Steve's known both of us yeah. since uh, for yeah. for forty years, right? He's a great guy, great He's guy, a great guy. So, but we're talking but about we religion. We like to make fun of him, but he gets very upset by very, that. Very, very upset. You <laughs> call me a freak, man. But we're talking about religion, and, and he admits that logically, he he just can't see. How there's this God of the Bible and and the, with the Jesus and the whole deal, but emotionally he cannot. Um, he he wants to wedge his bets. Yeah. So he's he just cannot Pascal's give up his wager. He cannot give up that belief. And then so you started throwing out, well, do you eat shellfish? That's an abomination. Yeah. And then you mentioned something about lying with another man. Yeah. <laughs> and that's and he didn't agree with the selfish, but you can kind of see that he agreed with. Yeah. yeah right. The, the fucking faggots fucking. and the queers, <laughs> which was a surprise to me because I never would have considered Steve. Would you call that? Is that a bigot or what do you yeah, call it? A that? little bit. It's sure. a bigot. Absolutely. So I got a sense that he was like, oh yeah, right on with the with that's the faggots. Weird. Uh, they shouldn't be able to lie together. That's so then weird. I said to Steve, I said, well, that's interesting that you say that because just four hours that ago queers. at my house when John came over, his cock was in my mouth <laughs> four hours ago. And Steve's reaction. <laughs> oh, my God. It was, I, it's hard to describe. It's hard to describe. He threw his hands right to his fucking right to head. his forehead like he had a migraine. And then he rubbed his eyes and he turned around. He was sweating. He was like, he d he didn't know what to do. He didn't know what to say. Well, and he, I'm I'm fucking <laughs> dying laughing, man. I'm I'm like, yeah, what's the big deal, right? Right. right. What's the big deal? And he, the whole time Nick was gone, he he went to take a piss or something. So he was <laughs> Steve was all by himself, <laughs> and he 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 literally <laughs> turned his body yeah. away from us. <laughs> He and would, would not even look he at us anymore. Not look, man. This is somebody we've known for 40 yeah. years. And I jokingly <laughs> mentioned that your cock was in my mouth. 
And it just like devastated him. It ruined his fucking night. <laughs> and he went over. Nick finally came back. He goes, so get this. Um, hey, uh, you know, John over here put his cock in Scott's mouth. At least that's what Scott says. And Nick's like, well, who am I to judge? Uh, who am I to judge? <laughs> I mean, uh, it's the you know it's the two thousands. Everybody's doing something, right. you know. And Steve was just like, "Wait, wait a minute!" It's uh, still John and Scott, yeah. right? <laughs> what do you care what they do? <laughs> and Steve, he, the whole fucking night, man. Even when we were at the piano bar, he was he was a little off the rest of the night. Well, yeah, he was. Uh, I think that he was just like. Looking at us for He's other clues, for like what the fuck? Like his uh, even mentioned my dancing later. Like I was queer because I was dancing. <laughs> oh, that reminds yeah, me, we'll I've never seen that. you dance, John. Uh, what? So that was the first for me. Are you serious? Yeah, seeing that John wasn't dance. my real dancing. Oh well, you should hear my daughter. My daughter said I uh, when she saw me dance at a wedding. She was like, she said to my wife, uh, "Yeah, mom." <laughs> Dad dance is really good, like movie star quality good. Wow, that's the compliment I got from my wow. daughter. Yeah. All right, getting back to Steve. Right. One last thought. I was t- I was telling somebody this story today, and and they said, "Well, you know why?" And I said, "No, why was Steve so upset?" I thought it was because of this this thing he has, this bigotry, which I have never heard him say a negative word. But that's the only thing I can kind of interpret from his behavior. And and this person told me, no, it's because Steve wanted his in your mouth. No! And I'm like, what? No, yeah. And then I reacted like Steve. I put my hands to my forehead and I was like, what? No, no. But the more I think about that, yeah. the more it explains a lot about oh. this whole situation, oh, doesn't it? Oh. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going any farther because he's just going to get pissed at me. It always comes back at me somehow. Yeah. That's, that's it, no matter what. I just want to go on record. Gets, it never gets mad at you. Saying, it's fucking well, this me. wasn't my idea. Somebody else told me this. <laughs> I don't agree with it at all. It's but it is an interesting idea. It's cock in your mouth. <laughs> oh, my God. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I got to tell you, I've, I've not had so much fucking fun in like three years, dude. It was fun, honestly. It was, and then the rest of the night we kept we kept on that perpetuating theme. the theme. Right, and the more we would laugh, the more he would be like, "Oh, okay. Jesus Christ, I- <laughs> he's too hard, gay." <laughs> so, so then we go to the piano bar, and the piano bar is this in this basement, and yeah. it has they have piano players, and sometimes they have two piano players. Uh, and you were talking about a piano player that you saw on a Saturday yeah, night that was really good. Thursday night, Thursday. A night, Thursday night. Yeah. But basically, they just take requests from the audience yeah. and they just play. They have a the grand piano and they yeah. play and sing. They rock out. And uh, so we we show up and it's really cr- kind of crowded. And uh, we we saddle up to the bar. And hotter than fuck down there, man. We're having drinks. And we're talking. We're having a great time. I feel bad. I got to buy Nick some beers. He kept buying me beer left and right. Well, there you go. He's like Mr. High Roller. Oh, he is. You should go to Vegas with him. (laughs) He drops like $200 to get a goddamn table. (laughs) Really? A table? 
Come on. It's out of sight. And he asked me like 90 times. You're going to Vegas, right? <laughs> right on. Of course we are. It's yes, in August. No we got to pick dates. No doubt. Let's go. Let's do it. Um, I'm ready. I'm ready this time. Bam, bam. Let's go. So we're talking. Fucking Vegas. And we get invaded mic. by a group of girls. They invade our group. Yeah. Um, and what was the girl that you were talking to? I can't remember her name. Uh, Debbie? Deb? Deb, something like that. Yeah, yeah. that's Blonde. when you started dancing, John. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa. Steve told me. He's like, she went right hey, at me, man. Boom. John's what am I dan- supposed to do? John's dancing over there. And I'm like, what? John's dancing? I've never skills. seen John dancing. Game, you know? So I had to go watch John dance. That was something else. Yeah. She was checking me out. What, what can I do, man? <laughs> I don't know. It was a golden child. Well, she pushed me aside to get to you, John. <laughs> She's like, get the fuck out of my way. I want to talk to him. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> I've told my wife all this, by the way, just so you know. Of course. It's all good. It's all good. No doubt. Yeah, it was pretty funny. <laughs> it was good. It was good. It was. It was. And, and what's funny is you earlier you had said, hey, man, when you were up in, in Cutlass 57 or whatever the <laughs> fuck you call it. Circa 57, Circa 57 dude. You went, to the, you went to take a piss and you came back and you're like, hey, man, in the basement, there's a chick singer. It sings just like Julie. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, and a whole band playing. We got to go over there, man. And I'm like, no, that's the piano bar. No, it's a place called Big Shot. I go, that's the (laughs) piano bar. No, it's not. There is a chick singer, I'm telling you. So we get to the piano bar, and it's some guy playing and singing, and he's got like a band accompaniment behind him. And then, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you hear this angelic woman voice start singing. And I'm like, hey, is that the voice you heard? You're like, yeah. And I see you lean over to take a look, and it's the dude. <laughs> it's the dude, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do I know? Yeah. It was good, though. So I love the place so fucking much, I went the fucking night after. Yeah, so Saturday I have to work all day, and I texted you, and I said, hey, if you're not doing anything with the wife, let me know, and we'll hook up. And then 10 o'clock, I'm like, oh, dude, what's up? <laughs> and you text me back, oh, dude, I'm back at the piano bar. I'm blasted. <laughs> I'm blasted? <laughs> blasted. Oh, blasted. <laughs> Come on out. Like, I was oh. fucked up, man. And then I, I was drinking I start these to head vodka over. windshield washer martinis. Oh yeah, I saw. It. Well, that's how I knew you were out because uh, you posted to Facebook, right? And I, so I'm working, and I see this post. I'm like, that motherfucker <laughs> didn't tell me he was going out. <laughs> I knew it, man. I knew it. So I texted you, <laughs> What the fuck, dude? <laughs> I knew it, man. I said, I said, you know, I, I swear to God, I said to my wife. I said, as soon as I post this, I'm going to get a fucking text from Scott. He's going to be like, what the fuck? And she's like, tell him to come. I'm like, all right, cool. So you t- you did text me. And I go, and I showed her the phone. I go, see? She goes, well, tell him to come. So I texted you back. Get your ass over here. I don't want to be the third wheel. You no. didn't show her my earlier text, no, did you? No. About are you crying too? No, 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 I didn't show that. Yeah, so then I'm like, well, dude, I don't want to be the fifth wheel because you were there with Special Ed and Karen, and uh, I'm like, uh, and you're like, hey, invite Nick. So I invited Nick, but Nick was like, oh, I'd love to, but I'm already drunk and I'm in the doghouse. 
And it's he's only like five yeah, minutes right. from the piano bar. Right. But he couldn't come out either. So I showed up anyway. What the hell? Yeah. It yeah. was a good time. There was a, a girl piano player this time. The only thing I didn't like about her was she was much louder than the piano. And she would speed up all the songs like she wanted to get to the fucking end of it. Okay, next song. Well, yeah, you think about it. The more songs she plays, the more money yeah, she makes. Yeah, but she played like uh, for like three, four hours straight. Without taking a break. By, by the time she took a break was when we were leaving and she started talking to you. Yeah. Yeah, because... Uh, <laughs> because she didn't play Jeremy's well, We made a couple of requests. Well, we ran into this bachelor yeah, party. Right. Exactly. exactly. And that bachelor was out of his out fucking of his mind. Fucking I mean, you could not even <laughs> talk to him. I could. Hey, man. I can't fucking believe it. Woodfield is closed on Easter. Wait, what? What the fuck is he saying? You know what? Me and my fiance, we went and looked at puppies. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I'm trying to give him some advice, right. and he's just and he he's, called me over. Hey, you need to listen to this guy. What he told his wife before he got married. Yeah, but he was so incoherent. Yeah. And then his friend comes over. His, I didn't hear a word his friend said though. Well, he, he, this guy, so he's he's a good-looking like kid. Yeah, Rastafarian-looking uh, kind oh, no, of. No, no, not, not his friend, but the bachelor. He's a good-looking kid. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so his friend comes over, and I'm like, hey, it's really important that you get this message to him, and he, and you get it to him before he gets married. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell oh he's great, and but and when I'm talking to this guy, his friend, first of all, he wasn't invited to the wedding. I'm like, wait a minute. How could you not? Well, it's family only. Oh, is that what he told you? Yeah, so I think I caused a rift there. Black. Right, because you're why. black, dude. <laughs> That's why you're not going. And <laughs> you should have said that. No, it's because you're black. You'd be at my wedding, though, for fucking sure. Right. I don't know about this guy. But the guy I was talking to it had a huger crush on this guy than his fiance. Right. I mean, he was like, Maybe oh, man, this guy's why. so cool. I work with him. He's my mentor. I love this dude. And... When he's done with the wedding, I'm setting up the party for when he gets back for the reception. And he's super cool dude. And I'm like, well, tell me about his relationship with this. Where do you mean? Well, she works for him and she loves him. She she'll stand behind him and he says jump and she's like, how high? And I'm like, what? That's for not a now. fucking relationship. No, that's that's the way it starts. Wait till the ring goes on. Then it's going to be the other way around. How high do you fucking jump? Yeah, so we, we tried to get through to him, but then I went over and I said, all right, dude, I'm going to request a song for you. What what song do you want when you're crest? Request. And some, his friends were like, oh, his favorite song is Pearl Jam, Jeremy, Jeremy. I'm like, Jeremy really? That's what you want me to request? Clash today. And the guy was out of it, but his friends all agreed that that's the song that he would like to hear. So I got some money. I got the little request slip, and I, I put the money in. You took a photograph, yeah. John. And, it, and that photograph is so funny because it... It, it looks like you're abusing yes. the shit out of this bra. But it wasn't. I approached her very You got the hand nicely. going. She looks right. horrified. <laughs> you got a drink in your left hand. Your right hand, you're, you, you're shuffling it like karate chopping toward her. Right. Listen. But it's and so it's it's so interesting to me. There's this iconic picture of Muhammad Ali. I think after he knocked out Sonny Liston, right behind, right. And uh, is, is it in it? your room? Is it in here? No, it's not. I think I cropped it out. Yeah, but you've seen it, right? He's yeah. like standing yeah, over right. him, and and there's this this he's all tensed up, and right. he's, there's this victory. Oh if, yeah. <laughs> if you watch the film, you can barely see it. But but this photographer captured that moment. 
And it became an iconic yeah. kind of a sports uh, thing worldwide. And so, John, what you did is you captured, captured this, the moment. this moment, but it wasn't reflective of what was really going on. Because, John, I'm super sweet, but and I, I, no, I approached her. Not the way I posted it. <laughs> not the way you posted it, no. Uh, but she, when we were getting ready to leave, that's when she took a break, and she came running over to apologize profusely yes. for not getting... And I put on... Because she was horrified. She thought you were going to kill her. No. And I posted, Scott horrifying the piano player at the piano bar requested Jeremy Spoken be played. No! <laughs> I didn't. And then when she was apologizing, I'm like, don't apologize. The bachelor left. The the guy that I requested right. it for left. And it's a dumbass song to play at a piano bar anyway. So don't feel bad at all. I fucking love that place so much, Scott. I want to redo my basement into the piano bar. How about that? Yeah. Uh, that's how much I love it. I love it. I want to go there like every weekend. Well, and it, it, it appears that they have different piano players all the time because she said she's not going to be back till May 30th or something. So, right. And and I thought she was really talented. I mean, she could you could request a song that she had never played. She could pull it up on her iTunes, play the fucking song and sing right. it and perform exactly. it. At the same time, just like read it, like you would read a book, but she could do that and and convert it to music right. and and a performance. Before you got there, um uh, there was a do- another guy who was playing. He was playing like all kinds of um, Billy Joel, a lot of Billy Joel. I mean, like the every. Uh, my wife was like enthralled with this guy. Oh, so they had two piano players. Yeah, yeah. He he opened up and then. But anyway, this this guy Dario that we saw on Thursday night, and he kept telling us. He came after and said to us. Yeah, sorry, it wasn't one of my better gigs. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You are fucking awesome. We yelled out heavy metal or Metallica, and he played Metallica. He played anything we yelled out at him. And even, like, would make words up (laughs) if he didn't know. Or, like, he played Imagine, and he started singing that, and he's like, Imagine all the people cutting their wrists and dying because this song's so fucking depressing. He was really fucking funny. But he plays there. He's got his own company. It's called Dario Radio. He gave me his business card. He does dueling pianos. He he does private parties. That's what's so cool. And I asked him how much, and he he wouldn't tell me. So I'm going to give him a call. I might see if I can get him. Maybe. I don't know. Because it's my wife and I's, like, 20th anniversary this year. Um maybe for a party like that or my daughter's graduation party. I don't know. I don't know how much this guy costs, but um, he seems really fucking like he's super talented and is, and he has like all these piano players that work for him. And I'll, I'll just give you a rundown of the services that they, they provide. They do. They have solo artists. They have dueling pianos. They have DJ services. Um, he even said their website says that they also do like cover bands, like they'll play in cover bands, but that probably costs money. But he wouldn't he wouldn't play in mine. <laughs> but because uh, you asked him, yeah, I did. I asked him even after you hired Scott. Yeah, you asked him, yeah, just oh. well, you know, what the hell? Just yeah, you got to cover your there. bases, right? Yeah, 
Uh, so the it's he said the the 19th he played at Big Shot Piano, uh, Big Shot Piano Bar. The 19th was what Friday? Was, yeah, yeah, it was Friday. Yeah, well he wasn't there, and he's got it listed. No, wait a minute. 19th was uh, yeah. Saturday. Yeah, he's got it listed as Big Shot Piano Bar. So, and he didn't fucking play. He didn't play Saturday. He's playing the 26th there, so don't go. Because we're playing the 26th. Right. <laughs> Lee Street. That's right. That's right. No doubt. No doubt, John. But anyways, they had, they're all talented. They're all pretty talented. They, they have every single weekend they have people. And, and the dude that played the night that we were there, he plays there a lot, I was told. Because I asked the bartender. So if anybody's into like that kind of shit... Um, you got to go to the piano bar. It's called Big Shot Piano Bar in Arlington Heights. It's really small. They have food. So you can go there and have dinner while a guy is playing piano throughout your whole meal and and singing. And then after, at about 10 o'clock, uh, another person shows up, and then it's a free-for-all. There's dancing. Everybody's dancing everywhere. Uh, it's a really cool looking place. It's very, I don't know what you call it, eclectic or, or, or I don't know what, I don't know what you call it, but, um, it's cool. It's very nice. It's kind of old fashioned, kind of old fashioned looking. Uh, it reminded me at first when we passed it like twice cause I couldn't find it. Remember <laughs> we right. walked past it. I'm like, you're like, where is this fucking place? I go, I don't know. It's right here. It was like a it was like a scene out of a movie where the the place is gone. It was there and now it's gone. Um, and then we found it. It's just you, it's hard to find. Actually, there's two entrances. There's two entrances exactly. The one off of the main street. It's really hard to see, but once you see, you get in there. It's in the basement. It's really cool. So I recommend it. I love the place. I can't wait to go back. Yes. 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 Very cool. Very cool. Anything else about, uh, yeah, so we uh, did that. and uh, Easter. What would you do for Easter? Well, Easter, so my family was Jesus in, in Wisconsin. And um, so Easter morning, I had to finish up a little bit of work. Oh, I went, oh, you know what I did, John? Fuck, here's what I did. I went running at Bussy. I did the eight-mile loop. First oh, time yeah. of the season, John. And I was thinking last year at this time, I'd already done like two or three races. But this year, because the weather has been so shitty, this is the first time that I went running outside. So I did the uh, eight-mile loop, and um, what was that, Sunday? That was Easter Sunday, right? Yeah. The weather was great. Um, Then I went home. I tried to take a nap. I couldn't fucking nap. The fuck is that? Yeah. So then I bought all this shit because my family was going to come home, and then my in-laws were going to come over for dinner. So I had all I had steaks and fish and all this stuff, and then the in-laws backed out. So I just made dinner for the family, and then the in-laws ended up coming over tonight uh, with my sister. Tonight, and, yeah, tonight my sister-in-law showed up too because she's in town. So we had steaks and fish tonight, and we had like our Easter dinner thing tonight. And I grilled everything. It took like 15 minutes to yeah, make everything. Yeah. Uh, I had grilled uh, potatoes with the uh, parmesan, and uh, we did some broccoli, and I had uh, New York strips, and I had uh, parmesan-encrusted tilapia, John. <laughs> nice. Yes. That's good, yeah. Very tasty. With some, I like that. With some 
uh, carnivore. Get that from uh, Caputo's? No, from uh, Whole Foods. <laughs> <laughs> With some carnivore red wine, John. Carnivore, yes. That's what it's called? Carnivore? Yeah, yeah, it's great. Very I love nice. it. It's a Cabernet, John. Cabernet Sauvignon. Yeah, so that's what I did uh, for Easter. Um, did I do anything? We had my parents over for Easter. Yeah, what time did they show up? Three o'clock? <laughs> no. No. They were supposed to be at three. They're always late. This time, I, I thought it was going to be two hours. They were only an hour and a half late. And uh, my mom's got COPD and emphysema, and you know she smoked like 15 packs of cigarettes a day. The doctor told her to stop or she's going to die. She's going to have emphysema. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she wore the patch and smoked with the patch on. And uh, and now she's got the COPD and she's having a hard time. So, um, But they came over and um, we had my wife uh, went out and got a honey baked ham and just made some sides. And we ate outside. It was a beautiful day. The neighbors came over. Our neighbors are... Our hardcore Catholics, they came over. So the whole time I was, I was, you know, raising my glass and saying, uh, yeah, we're just, we, I just like to say, uh, propose a toast to, uh, <laughs> the birth of Christ and, uh, or no, the birth of Christ. His death and resurrection, <laughs> goddammit. The, the resurrection of Christ. That's what I said, actually. I, I've had too much to drink tonight. And um, I started getting shit. My mom was getting really pissed at me because she's brought up Irish Catholic. And um, <laughs> she's like, you know, that's really rude. That's rude. I go, what do you mean it's rude? It's funny. I mean, we're celebrating zombie Jesus. I mean, what's the problem? Oh, my dad is cracking up the whole time. And my mom is getting really pissed. And the neighbors are laughing because they know how I am. Although they did tell me a joke. Uh, they said during the homily at uh, Catholic Church uh, on Sunday, Easter Sunday, uh, the priest said he told a joke. And the joke was, um, so there's a bunch of kids in the classroom and, and the teacher says, hey, kids, tell me the, you know, uh, what Easter is all about. And uh, one kid raises his hand. He says, oh, I know what it is. I know what it is. Uh, what is it? Well, it's when you have a turkey and the family comes around with turkey and mashed potatoes and you give thanks. No, no, no. That's Thanksgiving. No, I know. And Sally says, I know, I know. Well, what is it? Well, it's when you have the tree and you put stuff around it and lights and you give presents. No, no, that's Christmas. And Bobby raises his hand. Oh, I know, I know, I know. Well, what is it, Bobby? Well, it's when you, you light off fireworks and there's flags. And No, that's 4th of July. Come on, kids. What What is Easter? And uh, this girl, Mary, she raises her hand. And she says, uh, I know what it is. It's, um, it's when uh, Jesus died on the cross for our sins. And then he, um, he, he died and he was put in the tomb. And uh, and he came out of the tomb, and the teacher's like, "Yeah, yeah, very good, very good." Now, what what happened after that? Oh, and then he saw a shadow and went back into the tomb. We have six more weeks of Lent. Oh, that was the punchline. That's the punchline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus I guess, saw, saw a shadow. I guess you I dumbass. understand, but the 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 whole format where you got to go through the three 
uh, different stories. And you, your joke actually had four different stories I had to sit yeah, through. Yeah, sorry. Uh, before we get to that, and then, uh, so that was the, and then everybody laughed at that, the yeah. groundhog joke? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they thought it was hilarious. And I went, that's blasphemy! You don't make fun of Jesus seeing his shadow. Jesus the groundhog. What's so funny about that? Well, that doesn't make sense, because once he's resurrected, he's the spirit. So spirits don't cast shadows, John. That's what I would have. I would have gotten him on a technicality. Of course you would have. See, that's where you come off as the asshole that's very charismatic. It's you're just like Archer, see? Yes. Yeah. But uh, so anyway, I'm, I'm going off about, you know, Jesus blasphemy, blah, blah, blah. And then my, um, my neighbor says, she starts talking about how pissed off she thought I was because she took Nathan wanted to go to church with them once and uh, my son Nathan he he went to church with them and I'm like what? She says yeah when he came home you were so mad I, I said I was not I was probably giving you a hard time and joking about it and she says no no you were mad and my wife is like no he never gets mad about shit like that he gets mad when people start forcing that stuff. But if my son is interested and he wants to check it out and see what it's all about, I'm all for it. I'm all for my kids exploring other things. Um, not just, I don't want them blindly following me or blindly following anyone. I want them to have an open mind. And, uh, and she looked at me like, wow, I never thought of it that way. I said, you know what? I, I want them to figure it out for themselves. I didn't have that opportunity. I had it drilled into my skull by my parents. And my mom's like, you did not. I said, yes, I did. I had to go to God. I had to go to church. I had to go to CCD. And then I went to Catholic school. Don't tell me it wasn't. You didn't try your best to drill it into my head. Well, that's how I was brought up. So I agreed. I said, yeah, that's how you were brought up. That's how our your your mom was brought up and their parents and so on and so on. That was a form of community and, and all that crap. But we don't need all that anymore. That's what I'm saying. But if they want to check it out, I'm all for it. Churches are cool. They look cool. They have a lot of architecture. But I just, I'm not into all the bigotry that religion, all the baggage that comes with it. I'm just not into it. There you have it. It was a great discussion. Great uh, Easter discussion. It always is every time. And Easter, I, I don't know which holiday I hate more: Easter or fucking Valentine's Day. I fucking hate both of them. <laughs> I think I hate <laughs> Easter both more. Them. I really, I really do not look forward to Easter. Although my kids did, we do do something traditional every year um, because we, you know, Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, Tooth Fairy, Scott. We do all that shit. Did you do the Tooth Fairy with the kids? No. Well, yeah, yeah, we did. When they were younger, did you do the Santa Claus? Still do it with my son. He what just lost Easter? a tooth like what two about, weeks ago. Yeah. What about Easter? Did you hide this the year baskets? We didn't. Okay, we did because they requested it. They requested uh, baskets. <laughs> so in my hungover stupor on Sunday morning, my wife is opening the fucking attic door at seven o'clock in the morning. Because, you know, our kids are teenagers. They don't get up till noon. Uh, so she's going up there. She pulls down the plastic eggs. She fills them full of cash. I mean, she must have shelled out like $75 worth of cash. 
in 16 Easter eggs, and I had to hide them all around the house because my daughter requested it because it's tradition. I found out some things about my daughter recently. I found out, first of all, she's a very, very fucking good artist, um, which I knew already, but I just really didn't know how good she was until uh, I found out recently she's been getting her art. Uh, well, I've been to a couple of art shows where she's had her stuff shown at, and she did some more stuff that I didn't know about that, that got sent to another art exhibit recently. It was a, a scratch like she scratched, you know, you put ink on a plate and then you scratch it off. And it's so, it looks so fucking good. It looks like a photograph. And then she put it as a relief on a medium, whatever. Um, and she's really good at art. Well, she's very creative minded, but she, she's very into <laughs> the traditional stuff. Like when she's doing artwork, she's got to have Elf playing in the background. So she's working on a design materials thing, and she says, look, I said, is that Elf on TV? And she says, well, it's on Stars, Dad, and whenever it's on, I have to take the opportunity to watch it, and it helps me with my creativity. <laughs> there you go. Whatever helps, right? Exactly. But I found out that when they went to Disney over spring break, they had to keep going to see the parade and the fireworks and all that, and my daughter bawled her eyes out through the whole fucking thing. Why? I don't know. I ha- I fucking hate. I hate Disney. I Disney. I hate it. I cannot go to it. I, I just it just drives me insane. I think it's the people, but for my daughter, it brings her back to a time of innocence, even though it's so goddamn commercialized. Um, but for her, my wife said it. It was so cute and endearing because it really brought her back to a point. In her life that she misses now that she's getting older. So she it gave her an opportunity to reflect on some of the greater points of her, of her life now that she's turning 18 and she's going to graduate high school and go on to college. I thought that was really cool uh, when I heard that story. That is very cool. Yeah. Because I never had any of those experiences. <laughs> I was like, I can't wait to get the fuck out of here and start drinking. Well, and and I, when I graduated, I'm like, really? Now what am I going to do? I have no fucking idea. I was already working. I want to go back to high school. (laughs) Um, I was already making dough, so I didn't care. Speaking of blubbering, uh, John, yesterday (laughs) I was watching, I was working in the morning. Right. And I had ESPN on, and today they did the Boston Marathon. So they, they did this, it was just like the 10 minute story. About this husband and wife who brought their two kids to the marathon, and their son, who was 10 at the time, was injured in the blast, and he got his leg pretty torn up. And it was just this 10-minute story about how they they showed up to watch their mom run the marathon, the kid gets injured, the two kids standing next to him, one of them was killed, the other uh, can't walk anymore, and they just it's just 10 minutes long, but the... The three minutes into it, the the minute the mother started talking about, you know, finishing the race and and then knowing that something was wrong and then finding her son with his leg blown open and she gets all emotional, I started fucking blubbering. 
and, and the reason is, if if my family was there, I would have just kind of excused myself and and gone into another room or or just not even watched because I wouldn't be able to handle it. But because my family wasn't there, because I was all by myself, I'm like, well, I'm gonna stay and watch the rest of this. And I was crying the whole fucking time. <laughs> oh my god. Tears were coming down. And it's just this 10-minute story about this kid who survived and what he's doing now. Like, he's playing football. He's the quarterback on the football team, and he hit a home run. The kid's going to be a great athlete, and and this didn't kind of impede his his progress in that area. But just what the family went through and that story, I just could not fucking stop crying. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on here? And I think it's because this started for me when I had my own kids. That's when it started for me. I started to see everything as a as a parent or relate things as a parent. So when I see a, a parent talking about her son in that in that moment in that yeah. instant, it's like I'm the parent and I'm thinking yeah. about my son in in that moment. And it it's just fucking. Well, I was talking to a guy, so I. I you came by and you met a friend of mine, Dave. You came by to watch my a few minutes oh, yeah, of my the son's game. game. Yeah. yeah. So you met my friend Dave, um, who is also a friend of Phil, the bass player. Uh, Dave was telling me a story. Um, he, he's somewhat neurotic in a way. I mean, he he goes on about he's a I think he's a bond trader. He works downtown, so he knows a lot about trading. He's 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 very proficient in explaining finance and things of that nature. We have great discussions about government, and we're talking about um, how fucking much money it costs to send our kids to college and what a scam it is now because government-backed loans, it's free money for colleges, so they can just continue to raise prices, and you're fucked because you... you you give this you have your kids get these loans from from the government and they're fucked i mean they got to pay 120 130,000 over the period of 4 years to get their degree and they're stuck on the hook to pay this off unless you're loaded and you can pay for the whole thing yourself um but anyway so he started going on about how uh he had like a um, some heart issues, uh, a heart infection. He had like a heart virus or something. And it really made him freak out about, you know, about living and dying and and a legacy and, and having something, you know, he's thinking, you know, when I turned 15 all the way till now, it's my whole adult life. What have I done? What am I, what have I done with my life? What have I done to make my mark? And I looked at him and I said, dude, your kids are your legacy. That That's your mark right there. Your mark is your kids doing a good job, turning them into good people. And them turning their kids into good people and so on and so on. That's your legacy. That's your mark. Don't worry about curing cancer or all that shit. I mean, if you if you think you can, go ahead and do it. But when it comes to your kids, that's your fucking legacy. And he kind of looked at me and he's like, wow, I never thought of it that way. You're right. Yeah. Just do a good job with your damn kids. The best you can. Right on, John. 
So I got a little choked up after I said that. I was like, <laughs> there's my son out there. Oh, look at him fucking dropping the ball. He's grounded. Not only dropping the ball, but tripping over the base. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, were you there when he stepped on his mitt and almost broke his shoulder? No, I oh. missed that. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, I yeah, missed that. that. <laughs> yeah, he's a bit of a klutz. The game before, he, uh, 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 like a... The week before, he he was reaching for a play, and uh, he stepped on his mitt at the same time. He was he was trying to like catch a grounder, and he stepped on his mitt at the same time and pulled his shoulder like out of the socket. And he gets up, and his his hat's all fucking crooked to one side, and the coach runs out there. And what's funny is usually you like switch, you fix your hat right away. You dust yourself off. You want to be cool. You switch your, you fix your hat. I think his girlfriend was there for the, for that one. And his hat is like for the whole time is off to this fucking side. It was, it was, it was funny. He never fixed his hat. He did eventually when he finally got his shit back together. But it took about a good two or three minutes when he realized that it was off kilter. So it was pretty goddamn funny. Yeah, he's he's loving this year because he's like almost taller than me now. He sprouted up. He went from eighth grade with this this little kid voice, so his nutsack dropped, and now he's got you know the deep voice. Uh, even his friend next door, who was over yesterday, says, "Oh yeah, he's the ladies' man now." Oh yeah, because when he he's got some laser blue eyes, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, when he gets tan. He he got tan in uh, Florida. He came back. All the girls were like, "Oh my god, Nathan. your eyes are so blue." Oh Nathan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but he's only allowed to have the girlfriend over once a week, and she she wasn't old enough to date yet. But um, my son got grounded this weekend for um, lying. It wasn't a big lie, uh, but. My wife said, hey, look, we're not going to mess Listen. around anymore. You're old enough to, yeah. to know better. So that's it. Just shit together. And uh, and the girlfriend got grounded for mouthing off to her mom, so they couldn't have their first real date at, oh. at a movie this weekend. So they did not get to see each other this weekend. That's a nice segue, yeah. John, into movies, John. Yeah. Movies. Because you saw some movies. I saw some movies. You did. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. What did you see? I saw the second Thor. Um, uh, what the hell is it called? Thor. Uh, yeah, Thor. Two. The movie Thor Two. <laughs> no, it's not called Thor Two. It's called um, Into the Darkness. Into the Darkness. Yeah. It's stupid, isn't it? You didn't like it? No. Really? I t- I gave. I talked about it on the oh. podcast. I said how ridiculous it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's called the Dark World. You whatever dumbass. into the darkness. <laughs> That's the Star Trek Into the Darkness. You're right. Uh, you you liked li- it? Yeah, I liked it. Oh, I thought it was horrible. Well, I, it was it was hard to follow. That's for sure. The story was all over the place. But um, the only good uh, time the, the only good time it was was when Loki was on the screen, right. which was few and far between. And then Natalie Portman, like, she's uh, uh, goes to another fucking part of the universe, and she's just like, oh, hey, great, yeah. what are we having for lunch? 
Okay, great. <laughs> what? What? So what? She's a scientist. Yeah, she said. Wouldn't you ask like five hundred thousand fucking questions? She was a little. Her hey. question. What are we gonna have hey, for lunch? If you're going to another universe, you get a little jet lagged. Okay. <laughs> Is that what it yeah, was? Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> okay, fine. Rotten Tomatoes reported sixty-five percent, six point two out of ten. Um, but I, I liked it. I, I, I don't know. I was, um, I was by myself. Uh, it was that week um, of of uh, spring break, and I, you know, I was all by myself. So I cranked up the the surround sound yeah, and turned yeah, the lights yeah. off, and I just let it happen to me. You know, I got into it. I got into it. All right. So let me recommend off. another a better Chris Hemsworth movie. Yeah. it's called Rush. Yeah, Will I, you see Rush? I haven't seen that. Will yet. You I'm see gonna. that. I'm gonna, man, relax. The fuck, I've been telling you that for weeks. I don't know what's wrong with you, man. God, you're such an asshole, but you're so charismatic. Charismatic asshole is what you are. All right, John, what else do you see? You saw another uh, Marvel. Yeah, I saw Captain America, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. You see that by yourself, or who'd you go with? Uh, My wife. And how was that? Over at the premiere there? Yes. Yes. Uh, my wife was like, well, you want to go see a movie? Really? I, dude, I must be like the last couple of years uh, really in a fucking bad place or something. Because I I don't know. Was I bad? Was I like fucked up or what? What do you mean fucked up? Uh, I don't know. Like, um, I have like no idea. checked out? Depressed? I don't know. Well, you seem a little depressed. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. You know, very anxious. The Xanax thing, <laughs> yeah. the whole Xanax thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, so... You seem would, much better. You do, seem do much I? more upbeat. Yes. I feel that way. I feel very upbeat. I feel very confident at work now than I used to be. Um, I'm taking more risks than I used to. Um, so, yeah, I guess I f- I'm feeling pretty good. Well, yeah. let me just put it this way. Friday night. We had a great time Friday yeah. night. I don't. I couldn't have imagined that happening a year ago <laughs> with you. That's because you just were weren't there, right? I guess, yeah. But you're you're watching what you eat. You're active. Yeah. You're losing weight. You're yeah. you're just uh, in a better place, right? Well, no, I still have like all the fucking pain that I was having. I don't have the nausea. I don't know what was causing that, um, but the pain's still there. My doctor still thinks it's. Uh, from the surgery or from the, you know, everything's still trying to get it, the shit together. It takes time. So I still have the post-colosisectomy syndrome going on. But, you know, I just don't eat the food that I think was causing it, which was, you know, really greasy fatty, stuff. greasy, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sticking with uh, more whole foods. Whole foods. Yeah. Right on. Stay All right, so GI, yeah. I'm not GI Joe. GI Captain, Captain America. America. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a good fucking movie, man. So now the first one was uh, the like how he came to be. Yeah, and then he was in the present day. Right. Does does this play take place in the present day, or when does it take place? Yeah, it takes place in the present day. But what he what happens is um, Shield. Uh, gets compromised. So Samuel L. Jackson is in it, and the lovely um, Scarlett Johansson. Uh, she fucking looks so goddamn hot in them. Oh my god, dude! 
Dude. 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 Is she, is she hotter than Kate Upton in that uh, <laughs> Peter Cottontail uh, video? Maybe not, but... Uh, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, she she is... She's great. I mean, the fight scenes are fucking awesome. They're, like, off the hook. Like, like so powerful. I mean... Uh, Here's and, the question, John. And, and would no, I like them? Could yes, I keep you, up? You would like them. They, there's no shaky camera. You'd like them. Um... I totally dug the movie. I thought it was great. Well, anyway, so Shield gets compromised, um, and uh, and Captain America, uh, um, who is uh, what's his fucking name, Chris Evans. He plays. Uh, God damn! What is Captain America? Steve Rogers is Captain America. So Steve Rogers is like, what the fuck's going on? He doesn't know who to trust. He's basically told not to trust anyone. And there's like this file that he's got to get a hold of. He, he he's not even sure if he could trust the Black Widow, Scarlett Johansson. Uh, he doesn't know what the fuck to do. And the Winter Soldier is this re- this fucking badass that has like this steel arm. Uh, and this is like the Winter Soldier is is uh, I don't want to give anything away. But he's he's from a later comic book. I don't remember exactly when he he comes in, but he's not from one of the older comic books. So they took a a comic book that was more recent to to kind of put together this film. But it's fucking cool. It's basically uh, the government's involved. Uh, Shield is involved, um, and it's, there's a villain. It's a, the villain is. The villain is the Winter Soldier, but the the greater villain is somebody within the government that has the power somebody. to take over this really kick ass weapon um, that they can control the entire world. You know, kind of a, a, a George Bush or Dick Cheney kind of mentality. The world police, right? And uh, and Steve Rogers has to save the day with. Um, Samuel L. Jackson and uh, Scarlett Johansson, and another character comes into into play in this film, uh, the Falcon. How about that? The yeah. Falcon. Yeah, which is pretty cool. All right. So, so how many Spiny Normans you give this? Uh, movie? Let's see. What do we give? Four. Four. Oh, I'd easily give three and a half. Three and a half. Movie. Oh yeah. Must see. A it's must a fucking see. must see. Yeah. I'll have to check it I, out. I loved yeah. it, man. It's a great. I think the 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 story is very good. Um. Oh, Rotten Tomatoes given eighty nine percent approval rating, John. with an average rating of seven point five out of ten on two hundred twenty two reviews. Uh, let's see. Um, what did they say though? Uh, we don't have the lovely uh, Ebert anymore to quote. Um. Oh, got an A rating out of an A plus to F scale from. Uh, cinema score uh todd mccarthy of the hollywood reporter said the film takes the bold for marvel step of reducing cgi spectacle to a relative minimum in favor of reviving the pleasures of hard driving old school action surprising character development and intriguing suspense chock full of breathless cliffhangers uh, dictated by the genre, but equally rich in the quiet, tender character moments that made the first film unique among recent Marvel fare. Richard Roper, 
He said, while not on par with the Avengers or the first and third Iron Man movies, this is another rock-solid chapter in the big screen story of Marvel. So I, I totally dug it, man. I thought it was fucking killer. I want to see it again. Nice. I, lo- I liked it so much. Well, here's what I saw, John. What did you see, Scott? I saw G.I. Joe Retaliation. <laughs> yeah. With The Rock. No doubt. Uh, this is when I... Oh, so the other thing that happened to me, I had uh, oral surgery... Boy, there's some good stories yeah, there. Yeah, well, write it down. We're, we're on movies, I you understand. stroke. And then I had the fuck? a colonoscopy, John. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so while I was preparing for the colonoscopy the day before, yeah. I was just sitting in bed watching movies and shitting all day. <laughs> so I picked um, uh, Netflix, G.I. Joe Retaliation, because it had Channing Tating in it. And guess what? Channing Tating dies like in the first 15 minutes. Like, what the hell? Yeah. So I was too lazy to turn the channel. Jumping. But it was all right. I mean, it was dumb. They but put him on the poster, too. Like, he's starring in this yeah, film. Yeah, I couldn't tell who the bad guys were, who the good guys were. It, it was just, um, you know, I don't know. I can't recommend it. G.I. Joe Retaliation. <laughs> uh, and then I what watched... What do you mean? It got a 28% approval rating. <laughs> it, was, it was just, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> and I was on drugs at the time. And then I watched Jobs. Have you seen that one with no, Ashton I Kutcher? Seen Jobs. No. Um, Steve Jobs. Do you know anything about him? Have you read books or anything about him and yeah, how he I've started read, the like, company? Three books about Mac, about Apple. But about Steve Jobs specifically. Yeah, I read one. Yeah. But, uh, here's he all I have to say. Bag. Yeah, he was a total he fucking asshole. Chick, knocked her up, then dumped yeah. her, and, uh, and then said it wasn't his, yeah, and fuck the DNA DNA test. It's yeah. not mine. But then in the movie, what happens in the movie? Um, so his daughter that he's claiming is not his. Uh, the mother names the daughter Lisa, and then he starts working on this project called Lisa. And then later he hooks up with this woman who has an older daughter named Lisa. And I'm like, is that the woman that he got, he knocked <laughs> yeah, up? Yeah. Is it? Did he eventually hook up with her later? Uh, I don't know. Uh, the movie I don't was remember. shit. It, it, the, the scenes didn't tie together. The yeah. only thing I got from that movie was Steve Jobs was a total fucking Douchebag. asshole to his friends who, yeah. who, I don't even think he would. He understood the concept I, I of what a friend like is. Such a Mac guy in the beginning, um, and I hated fucking Bill Gates. And now I kind of like Bill Gates. I mean, well, I, I kind of like him. I mean, I don't like the fact that he developed this um, kind of tiered system of um, um, me. Uh, what do you call it? Meritocracy within his own organization, then use that to uh, part of his philanthropy philanthropy with education where he said, okay, you got to use kind of this yank, uh, rank and yank philosophy in order to... And I kind of agree with it a little bit to some extent where you got to rate teachers on how well they... What the hell act. are you talking about? We were talking about movies. Uh, well, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm getting to that point. Okay. Uh, Bill Gates, like... I don't want to say that I love the guy, but um, compared to Steve Jobs, now Steve Jobs was a visionary and Bill Gates was more of kind of a businessman. Let's put it that way. And um, uh, he approached Steve Jobs at one point and said, dude, you know, license out 
out the out Apple, you know, the Mac, the Mac. I mean, you stole it. Just like we stole shit from you, you stole shit from Xerox. Just get with it. The you know, uh license it out. You know, it's it's great stuff. But let's expand on this idea. That's what I'm doing. I'm I'm licensing out Windows. I want people to to suck soak it in and and grow it and blah blah blah. And he was like, "Fuck you. My my shit's art. Yours is garbage." Right, um, and to some extent, he was right. I mean, I, I have a Mac right now. I have two. I am working on a PC that's a piece of shit, and then I got this Mac, and the thing runs like a fucking. It's unbelievable how well it it works. I can't even. I can't even believe compared to the the garbage I've been using. This piece of shit Dell XPS M fifteen thirty that I spent good money on. It's a piece of fuck. It, it's a goddamn paperweight. It's garbage. I would. I could. I tried recording on it. It's shit. My Mac, on the other hand, I I recorded the band on it. I'll play a track from it a little later. Well, um, you know, uh, this, so the movie, the the story is so interesting. It's it's about one of the. It's one of the biggest companies in the world today, right? And how it got started in a garage, and how he got these people to work together to accomplish this small goal that turned into this bigger goal. That kept growing and growing, and and it was based on his ideas, and I, his ideas about the personal computer and what that would mean. Uh, but and, and it's such an interesting story. But he's such a fucking asshole that you cannot you cannot connect with him. And and there's I guess there's a part in later on in his life where he kind of grows, but you can't even tell. You can't yeah. even yeah. really tell. Um, so. Uh, I didn't think the movie was w- well done, like from a directing and an acting perspective, and and that. But if you're into Steve Jobs, you know, yeah, I guess you'd want to see it. I mean, the the books I read, he the guy reinvented himself like over and over again. I mean, he he believed he bought uh, Pixar off of um, Lucas because at the time Pixar was just like a they were. They were using it for the medical field. They're they're using that three D technology, um, you know, to, to to mold a heart and a chest wall and all that and all kinds of for medical procedures. And he turned that into uh, one of the greatest movie studios on the planet. I mean, um, when they came out with Toy Story, he he ba- he went bankrupt. He kept putting millions of dollars into this company and he he would hire architects and all kinds of people left and right to be part of this project he believed in it so much that he thought eventually it's gonna it's gonna be something and he was right i mean almost everything he touched turned into gold except for his next project which was called it was next it was some bullshit software company that uh i think it was based on uh unix or Linux or something. Well, what he developed there ended up being the later OS of the machine you're working on right, right now. Right, right, right. And then the other thing he did was, um, what the fuck was it? Uh, oh, the the other disaster he had at Apple was Lisa, this Lisa yeah, project. Right. And that's where the board of directors were like, hey, you're fucking out, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we dump money into well, this yeah, and you don't know direct- what you're doing. And the guy who was running it was from Pepsi. And he totally fucked it up even worse. And I, you know, I really, 
thinking way back, when the iPod came out, I thought, wow, I don't know if this is going to be the thing, because I really think video and audio and all this shit. So I bought an Arcos. When, when the iPod and the MP3 players first came out, I thought they were so cool. But I looked at the Apple iPod, and I was like, well, it's, you know, it's like black and white. You know, it's uh, got the monochrome screen. It just plays music. What I didn't think at the time was that they had found a way to copy Napster and monetize it. And I should have thought at that second when he figured out he could sell, uh, I think it was like 72 cents or something for a song back then before it became 99 cents and now it's $1.29. Um, at the time, when he he put iTunes together, if I'd have just taken fucking 10 grand or whatever and dumped it into some Apple stock, I'd be a fucking millionaire today. Um, but I went ahead and bought the fucking Arcos instead because it had video right on it. Uh, I could play anything, waves, any kind of video you wanted on there. You could record video. It, it was a handheld DVR. And that's what we're recording on yeah, tonight. right now. It's it's very stable. It's, it's Unix-based. I've had it for, shit, 10 years since we've been doing the show. I've, we've been using this same machine. Um, but you, if you look at the evolution of the Arcos, it's nowhere near to what the Apple Apple has done. I mean, they, everything all the way to the iPod Touch, to the iPhone, um, and still, it's kind of it's almost game set and match. But now that Steve Jobs is gone, uh, you got what the Samsung. Uh, Galaxy. Galaxy. That thing is fucking cool. Uh, the uh, the OS for that is fucking cool. I mean, uh, you're talking, you're using Google. You're using, uh, what is it called? Uh, what's the OS? Android. Android. Yeah. It, it just rocks. Um, but Apple is, once you, once you, this is the genius of Apple. They've integrated the App Store into every fucking thing that they have. So if you have something like an iPad or an iPhone, you have all these apps that can work with everything that you have. Uh, I have Apple TV. I have the uh, a MacBook Pro. I have an iPad, and I have an iPod Touch. The only thing I don't have is an iPhone. That's because I have a BlackBerry through work. But I don't think I would get an iPhone. I have all this other shit, and all my all my apps work with them, and I'm fine with that. I think I would probably go with an Android phone. When it comes to phones, the camera's so much better, the interface is so much better, all the other shit that's on it is so much better when it comes to phones. But because they have this app store and iTunes and all this, it's like fucking games. It's genius how they put that all that shit together. Because you're stuck, really. If you spent money on little pinball games and all that shit, you want it to be on all your other stuff, too. And that's where I was like, oh, fuck. That's fucking genius. Right. Microsoft didn't do that. All right, so yeah, don't see this movie. But then here's the uh, the other thing. Um, just, just today, John, they're casting, they want to cast Leonardo DiCaprio to play Steve Jobs in a Sony Pictures movie <laughs> about the Apple co-founder. I'm like, well, Really? They just made one with Ashton Kutcher, and now we're going to see Leonardo play Steve Jobs? Yeah. 
I mean, is the story the same? Is it different? I'd imagine the story's the same. But are they going to make a better movie? Did nobody see the Ashton Kutcher one? Was I the <laughs> only one who saw it? I just don't get that. I don't get it. All right, John, before Phil comes over, yeah, I have one Pat Robertson clip to play. Wait a minute. You don't want to tell about your colonoscopy? No, maybe next week. I really can't remember anything. Other than they put me out and I came to... You don't want and, to talk about your t-shirt idea? And then um, I remember the guy woke me up and uh, I'm like, he's like, how are you? Uh, dude, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> Give me 20 minutes, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so the t-shirt idea. What was it? We have a phrase for a t-shirt. Uh, so who's the guy? Is, is it Men's Warehouse? Who yeah. does? I guarantee yeah. it. Is he, that Men's he Warehouse? He was fired. He, oh, was he, he fired? was the founder and owner, and they <laughs> fired his ass. Same thing like Steve Jobs. And so the, the T-shirt would be him, and it would say, if you've had a colonoscopy, uh, you're going to fart. I'm sorry. Shart. You're going to shart within the first 24 hours. I, I guarantee, guarantee it. it. Yeah. Yeah, that was my experience. <laughs> so they talk about the prep for the colonoscopy, and yeah. then they talk about the colonoscopy and how the prep is so much worse. No, no, no. It's the 24 hours afterwards. Because you can't trust your ass for 24 hours. <laughs> I love that. That's another t-shirt. <laughs> I mean, you always have to be on the toilet. I mean, that's, we got to figure out how to put that together. You On the back of the shirt, something you cannot trust your ass for 24 hours after <laughs> colonoscopy. You don't trust it. It will pl- it plays tricks on you, man. You yes, think it's, it's a fart yeah, and you it's think a it shart. Is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right in your drawers. In the drawers. The worst, the worst man, is what it goes through. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> it not only makes it through your underwear, it goes right through the jeans. Right. Oh, that's the worst. All right, John, we're ready to hear from Pat Robertson. Pat has some news for us. Yeah, no doubt. No he doubt. interpreted the Bible. He's going to share that All right. with us, John and Scott. Here we go. Yes. Hold on, John. Let me turn up the sound. All right. Because I had to turn it down before. I'm turning the sound up. (laughs) It seems like to me the only thing that will fulfill the words of Jesus and the the words of Revelation uh, would be a a, an asteroid hitting the United the the, the (laughs) Earth, and it's going to happen. And uh, the Bible says I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven, and he 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 had what looked like a burning mountain, and he hurled it into the sea. What better description of an asteroid? A burning yeah, mountain. The implications of that are almost My hard book, to describe. Age, it had one that was one kilometer uh, in uh, diameter, I guess it was, uh, <laughs> but it, it weighed three billion pounds. And the uh, I, I did the science on it. Had to oh, research, he did the, the science. Is enormous. He did the and science. Yeah. Once it hits the Earth crust, all kinds of bad things happen because volcanoes begin to explode and tsunamis take mm-hmm. place and uh, devastation follows in their wake. So for everybody, it's yeah. but uh, this is you read the Bible Not just for the carefully, heathens. and that's what it says is going to happen. 
And uh, Jesus said, except those days were shortened, there will be no flesh remaining. There won't be anybody alive on the earth. Yeah, uh, on so the this earth. is one of the, they've got something they call the extinctor, which is enough to wipe extinctor. out everybody. Extinctor. Apparently wiped out the dinosaurs. Well, you know, I think one of the things that we've seen in the last few years with all of the, the natural extinctor. disasters. I've never heard that fragile. term. We are on Earth. You know, well, it doesn't take much to upset a I lot. I know this we're doing news uh, now, but you need to put your hand in the hand of the hand man in your ass. Hand, 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 hand of the hand of the hand of the Lord. In, in his hand. Because his hand. in terms of disaster, he's the only one that can really take us through. Nobody else. You nothing. Get, no power on yeah, Earth. Yeah. Yeah. Before you get the extinctor. If you read the Bible. Unbelievably <laughs> ridiculous. And people... To send money hey, to this guy. Listen, you went in there watching the fucking Hawks game. Did they tech, win or yeah, not? Yeah, they won two to nothing. Tax oh, free, the whole deal, and he's just raking the cash in, raking it in <laughs> with the extinctor. With the extinctor, I done the Rhymes science on this. I done the science because I've been doing yeah, science. I, I, I science. do science. It's unbelievable science to with me. the extinctor in the sphincter. You need to put your hand in the hand of the hand of, of the, Lord. the Lord and rub it in your ass. Because he's the one he's that's going to save us. We should have Pat Robertson on the, on the show <laughs> a- answering questions. Yeah, we should. Yeah, we'll try to work that the out. Extinctor, yeah. All right, John, that's all I had for 296, Nice. John. That's out of sight. Oh, hey. Oh, right on cue. Can you go over there, please? Please. Open the fucking door, man, would you? Hey, man, what's happening? Come on back, man. Right on. Jesus. I'm back. Nice to see you, Phil. Come on. He hasn't sat down yet. Hold on. Jesus Christ. While we're young. We're going to be 50 this year. Yes, I've heard that, John. Yes, you're going. Both you and Scott are going to be 50, and uh, maybe I'll be around. I don't know. Uh, you do a show like every six months oh, now. Oh, here we go. So uh, Very upset, sounds like. No, not really. It's just uh, hard to stay motivated yeah. uh, when the shows are so few and far between. <laughs> Plus, I take a lot of road trips, John, and I look forward to listening to Right, you're to a journalist, TTN, right. And I can't listen Traveling to the abroad. show in my car, and it upsets me greatly that uh, you're not doing this regularly. Right. And that's all I'll say about that. Are you ready? Because that's all I have to say about All that, right. John. Are you ready? Of course, John, I'm always ready. All right, here we go. A short newscast tonight, John. <laughs> oh, I brought some audio clips in. All right, thank now, you for What's your award winning TTN? That's right, John. Phil McCracken Whitcomb. This is Oscar Mayer pulls his wiener. That's right. This Kraft Foods Group, Inc. is recalling approximately 96,000 pounds of Oscar Mayer classic wieners. Yeah. Because the products may contain classic cheese dogs in the classic wieners casing. The product labels are incorrect, as they do not reflect the ingredients associated with the pasteurized cheese in the cheese dogs. The U.S. Department of Agriculture's Food Safety and Inspection Services, that's the FSIS, announced Sunday, April 20th. The products were formulated with milk, a known allergen, which is not declared on the product 
label. So be careful out there yeah. with your Oscar Mayer wieners. <laughs> I brought sound effects in. Watch but for the <laughs> ingredient ain'ts. Next story, John. <laughs> <laughs> This just did, actually. This is hot off the wire, John. Father of four hospitalized after doing wheelies on a stolen motorcycle expected to remain stupid. In related news, teenager shot after cutting in line at oh. a footlocker where everyone was waiting to purchase some new shoes. In related news, <sighs> the footlocker still exists. In related news, John, eight killed while taking crash course in skydiving. No. Next story, John. I thought we had audio of the motorcycle. I thought I brought that in too, John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there it was. There it is. He's expected. Let me get back to it. He's expected to remain stupid. Yes. Next story, John. High school, John. This is a TTN quiz, a news story quiz, John. High school coach facing jail for A, having a sexual relationship with a minor, B, embezzling school funds, or C, shoving a kid who farted in his face. Oh, no. That's right, John. A Pennsylvania high school coach could be headed to jail after he shoved a student who allegedly farted in his face. Michael Smith, 45, also a teacher at the Juanita Valley High School in Alexandria, just southwest of the State College, was suspended following a March 25th incident. He has been charged with harassing and criminal mischief. State police say he shoved the student so hard into the wall, the force broke a thermostat. Wow. The thermostat cost $212, and the student was left with soreness in his left shoulder. Oh, man. Superintendent David Christopher says, it's a really difficult situation here. You got a long-time teacher who's accused of something pretty serious. Superintendent David Christopher said, and that's the news, John. That's it? That's it? That's it? I gotta mean? run. What do you that's mean? it, John. What happened to the fog? I got shit to do. I got what happened to the fog story. I'll see you in four weeks, John. Hey, what, what the fuck is that? It's a ripoff. What happened to the fog story? Hey. Later. What? I thought there was a story about a bong. What happened? Hey. You know, I thought that too. <laughs> he didn't even say goodbye. <laughs> Fucker. Asshole. I thought that too. I thought he had a story about bongs. Masturbation. Marijuana. I wonder if he, you know, he skipped a page or something. <laughs> <laughs> he might have skipped a page. Well, he throws all his shit around here. Yeah. We can find that out. Damn. Yeah. Right on, John. So the 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 band has been working on a demo. Yeah, yeah. All, all uh, like the last fucking ten weeks or months, whatever it is. And because uh, we need, you know, I mean, pistachios, by the way. We need uh, some better gigs, so we need some promo material. <laughs> so I had the lovely Jesus Julie come over today. And lay down some vocal tracks. And if you'd like to hear, we have a Heartbreaker. Yes. Which was performed on the show by um, um, Amber. Oh, I just hit myself in the head with the mic. (laughs) What, are you leaving already? Well, yeah, I'm packing up, dude. Because we're going to play this on the way out, right? Right. right. Oh, that's 
not it. What the fuck is that? Here it is. Here it is. So that's it, man. Hey, no, it's not it, because this Saturday you're going to be that's at right. Lee Street Tavern with Modern Elixir John. Sports pub and billiards, not tavern. What time do you guys start? 9 o'clock? 8.30. 8.30, how about that? And I'm oh. going to try to get my neighbor to come out with me. He's also a musician. Oh, cool. Looking forward to seeing the new keyboard player in the yeah. Modern Elixir. No doubt. All right, John, so yeah. uh, next week, does it look good for another show next yeah, week? Yeah, why not? Maybe we can get to current events? Yeah. Yeah, that That'd would be, be something great, else. Something else. Well, you know, that sound, that music, whatever you want to call it, that mash bed. I do, John. That is the end of the show, Scott. That's right. So uh, another... 296. Yeah, 296 comes to a close. I'm John. And I'm Scott. Say goodnight, Scott. Goodnight, Scott. That's